Hello everybody, on tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, we are going to do our NBA preview extravaganza. Every single team, we will tell you over, under, their win total, what we think will happen. We'll predict our MVP, our Defensive Player of the Year, our Coach of the Year, our Rookie of the Year, uh, basically the storylines that we care about. This is a long podcast, but it's very, very fun. Again, I recorded this, we recorded this probably at... um, 2 a.m. on Tuesday night, so you're hearing this Sunday night. Hopefully, nothing has changed too much in the league. I know that after we've recorded this, Houston, the Houston Rockets already have an outbreak of COVID. James Harden went to a club a couple days ago for no reason, uh, made an excuse about it. It's He wants out, and we talk about that, obviously. I'm not going to go too far into this at the start. A very fun podcast with Steven and Benny. Thank you to them for staying up really late and recording this because they don't they are nocturnal like I am, but even this was a little late for me. So uh, we might ramble at the end, but it's fun because honestly, I don't remember what we talked about. So I think it's good. Hopefully it's good. But if it's not, hey, don't shoot the messenger. Okay, just listen to my voice. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back on track with uh, with our picks for week 17 on Wednesday. And uh, hey, hopefully football was fun this weekend. We got a Christmas game. We got a couple Christmas Eve game or no Christmas Eve game. We have a Christmas game, a couple of Saturday games, some Sunday games, obviously. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this NBA season kicking off. And uh, listen, it's going to be fun. we got a lot of good teams. So here is our 2020-2021 NBA preview extravaganza featuring Benny Calavajaya and Steven Bruin. I am Sterling Redke, and this is Backseat Quarterbacks. Oh, hey, Benny. Hey, Steve. Are you ready for our NBA preview extravaganza going up on Christmas Day or maybe December 26th? We're recording this after two games have been played. Okay, I want to I want to put that put that into the into the bank right here. We have seen the Nets, the Warriors, and we have seen the Clippers and Lakers. Has that changed anybody's opinion of the season going forward as Benny takes game notes? Yep. And he's like, okay, Brooklyn is a team. Okay, take a note on that. (laughs) Brooklyn has KD? What? And Steve Nash? Wait, Kawhi Leonard's a clipper? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Paul George is a good player? What? Yeah, Pandemic P. Um, So, (laughs) there's been two games played. This is going to go up after, probably after Christmas games have been played. But these are all predictions before. So, if any significant injury happens between now and then – don't shoot the messenger, okay? And honestly, we should have done this a couple. We should have done this last week or on Friday or something. So then the, we could have put this out today before games got played because we now it's done this yesterday. Anyways. Yeah, honestly, I might actually put this out tonight. This might be the one I put out tonight, and the picks I might put out Thursday, and we might go podless on uh, on Sunday. Okay? Yeah, we might have to. Honestly, the 35, 45, 50, or however many people listen, they'll they'll, they'll hear the intro on this and they'll they'll understand. So. NBA preview extravaganza. Let's get into it. Do you boys want to start with the Eastern or Western Conference first? Uh, let's start with the Eastern. I think that's a more fun conference. Contrary. A little more, a little more uh, parody. Interesting. Okay. So there's 72 games this season. I have a uh, – not I didn't do the math. Somebody did the math to uh, compare them to an 82-game season. So these over-unders are really low. But let's start with the favorite. The Milwaukee Bucks are once again the favorite. They have Giannis Antetokounmpo. What's that name? Listen, <laughs> never <laughs> heard of him. Never heard of him. I, I, I butchered the name, so you might not know who he is. It's uh, a great way to start the uh, basketball extravaganza. The, by the two, way, the MVP. This uh, who's that? 
a two-time MVP. <laughs> yeah. Big off-season acquisition is Drew Holiday. Um, they didn't get uh, – is it Bogdanovich? Yeah. There's two of them. There's Bogdanovich and there's Bog- Bogdanovich. I don't know. There's two, two yeah. of them. They're very similar names. Uh, they didn't get the, the, the young one from Sacramento. And so that was, that was a pretty big loss, actually, because they, they, they were assuming they were going to get him. Um, he went to the Hawks, right? Yeah, yeah, he went to the Hawks. The Bucks over-under is 50.5, which equals 57 in a 72-win season or 82-game season, um, plus 240 for the conference, plus 550 for the title. I am – I think I'm going to take the over here. This is a regular season team that can win a lot of games because Giannis is such a mismatch in, in the regular season. Uh, I would not bet the conference or the title. I know a lot of people believe that this is the year they get through because of Drew Holiday's edition is, is actually a really, a really good one. But um, I'm not confident that Giannis can perform in the playoffs. I think he has massive problems, and they've been showcased the last two seasons in very – um, um, honestly, amazing ways that the, against the Raptors after the first two games two years ago, they they looked terrible and they got reverse sweat, not reverse sweat, but it was four two, so they lost four straight. And then last year against Miami, Miami just put it on them. And uh, I don't know if he's going to get better. He needs to develop a good mid range jumper and a good three point shot. And until he does that, I think he's plateaued as as a top five guy, which is amazing. But I don't <laughs> think he's uh, plateaued as two time MVP. Huh? He should have yeah. won it last year. Should, LeBron <laughs> should have won it last year. They shouldn't give it to a, it's regular season. I understand it's a regular season award, but he's not winning the MVP this year, regardless of what he does, unless yeah. he puts a 40 and 15. So what's the matter? She could. I don't think he will, he but I, I don't think he could either. Cause he can't shoot. Um, I'm going to go over on the wins. I think they, I think they get to 53 or 54, which equals out to like 62 wins. They're hard to beat in the regular season. And really all that matters is in the playoffs for them. So I think they want the one seed by the time the playoffs happen. I think we're going to have fans in a lot of these stadiums too. Um, Cause I, most of the country will be vaccinated by the time April and May rolls around. I think, I hope uh, so home home court might mean a bit more. So I think they, they secure home court. I'm going to have them probably the one seed. There's one team that can give them a chance. We'll talk about next. Uh, Instead of going to you, Benny, next, because you uh, you aren't the biggest basketball fanatic, you weren't aware that uh, you weren't aware that. Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo. How do you say it? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm okay. joking. That okay, was, Steven, I, that was a joke. Okay, I sorry. No, it's it's a. I mean, like seriously, if Giannis you never, like, Antetokounmpo. Come on. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. If sorry, you don't man. know that by now, do you watch sports? What is a sport? <laughs> yeah, I do watch, watch Rocket League. Um. Steve, we're going to go to you on these picks. We're going to go you second, Benny, you third on, on these over-unders. Switch it up a little bit. Sounds good. Switch it up a little bit. Uh, Bucks like over-under, 50 and a half, Steven. What you got? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say over. I I don't know how you can't think the over. I think getting Drew Holiday is like a huge upgrade over Eric Bledsoe. That's going to help the team out a lot. Uh, with a J. With a J. You did say Drew. Drew. You did say Drew. Yeah, you, you said Drew. I heard that. That's my uh, it's that's, Drew. That's my my southern uh, southern slang, you know. How many cool are you, dude? With the fourth, this is fourth for me. Remember, we're keeping we, count. Yeah, I played two K. I know the names. We were playing uh, drink a lot of wine, but uh, you know this team looks great. Chris Middleton, uh, Brooke Lopez is gonna have to play much better than he did last season. But I think this team is one of those teams that just dominate in the regular season, just like another team in the West Coast. Um, 
So I think they're going to do great. They're going to go on the over. I wouldn't pound them to win, win any the conference or make it to the finals or anything because they haven't proven yet that they can actually succeed in the playoffs at a high level. So damn shame. Yeah, it's if you have a two-time MVP on your team, you got you got to do a little better in the playoffs to create that uh, legacy that Giannis wants. So Giannis resigning there for the Mac for the five-year max was the best possible outcome for the Lakers. For, and for basketball as a whole, but for the Lakers especially. Yeah. Not yeah. having them jump to Toronto or to Dallas or to the Warriors the or to any of these, or the Heat. It makes, um, I, honestly, like, uh, I'm going to say it right now. This is our final thing we're going to talk about is who we think is going to win the finals. I'm picking the Lakers, uh, but I think that the Lakers are going to repeat because of Giannis not hopping ship to, to a contender. And I, yeah. I think that was a bad... Uh, it's good for basketball that somebody that's a homegrown star is going to stay there, but uh, I think it's bad for him as a... As I a think, superstar. I think it's good. I mean, he was a big fan of Kobe and he he wanted the same kind of legacy. So I think that'll help push him further into his career. And I he like needs I, he needs to be a better shooter. Yeah. I just like parody in every sport. And the NBA is one of those ones where it's kind of like you kind of know who's gonna be the top four teams, and that sometimes doesn't make it fun once you get into the playoffs. But oh, I do I definitely agree. That's why I like the regular season sometimes more than the playoffs until you get to the finals. I enjoy the finals the most, but uh, I like regular season because you get to actually watch people play at the highest level uh, more often than not. And there's a little more parody. So, yeah, I love, uh, I love the NBA and I love playoff basketball, but to anybody that actually has the take that the NBA is a better league than than the NFL should, uh, should actually watch the games because in the NFL, Literally, you can have the Chiefs playing the Jets, and you can get a close game. It could be the two most lopsided teams, but there's so much ter- parity in football that that's why the NFL is by far uh, my favorite league. I-, I love playoff basketball. I love the finals, but um, I love I love football. So I agree any given like Sunday. Yeah, exactly. I like more parity, so I'm happy Giannis is staying. I think that actually is good. I I mean now now the clock's ticking on Luca, and will yeah. he stay in two years? Right, because he's yeah. the next. He's the next big guy and it, and it just makes the easter conference more fun because it's generally once lebron left people are like well that's just a garbage a garbage conference no one's gonna pay attention to that so i think with miami being good now there's another team that's added so i think they're almost at the same depth mm-hmm. as the west coast so the uh, Bucks, i wouldn't say it's that close I'd i'm say saying it. like it, it's getting closer though than it has been in like the last 15 years is what I'm saying. Because before it was just LeBron. Like, you know who's coming out of there. <laughs> yeah, I went Celtics and LeBron. Uh, okay, Benny, over under 50 yeah. for, the, for the Bucks. Uh, Give me the over. And well, all I got to say about them is they don't got the sexy big three. You know, not Caps, B-I-G, number three. They got, like, the all lowercase. Like, uh, you know, above average three. You know, it's like it, it's going to be effective to win regular season games for sure, like you guys have said. I think uh, Drew Holiday is – uh, good, a great upgrade above Eric Bledsoe. Uh, but do, do I think that um, it makes them that much better in the playoffs? Uh, is there a big three not. now? I don't think big threes are a thing anymore. I think it's now the two stars, which I think is a lot better. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you're right. Well, when, when it's Anthony Davis and LeBron, then it's you know, on that. Yeah, you can't but. compare. You can't compare that big two. But I think Giannis and uh, I guess Chris Middleton would be their their big two. Uh, that's. That's a pretty good big two. Yeah, on, honestly, I think that uh, th- you know, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the Nets later, but like Giannis Middleton and Drew Holiday, I think that's 
a better, you know, I think that's more star power than KD and Kyrie because I don't love Kyrie. KD is amazing, but I don't love Kyrie. Uh, I would disagree, but uh, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I would disagree with that. I think Middleton's far less of a good player than Kyrie. And I think, yeah, I think Kyrie's a top three point guard. I think KD is actually going to be back to where he was before the Achilles injury because we're doing we saw them play, and KD looked wow, he looked we we can Uh, get on that once we talk about the Nets. We're talking about the Nets now. Oh, sweet. My favorite. Don't have the, I forgot to write down the Nets over under, but it's around 50 and a half again. I think I think they're they're right there. It's 50, 50 and a half, if I recall, uh, which again is 57 over under uh, in an 82 game season. I'm going over. Uh, I wrote over. I wrote this back at like I wrote this last night. I, I filled out this whole uh, notepad about about each team. So I put work into this, actually. Now I'm going to deliver a terrible podcast because I'm drunk and it's at midnight. <laughs> All my works for naught, but I'm going nets over. Uh, we saw them today, and I think that they are – I think they're the deepest team in basketball. Uh, them are the Lakers. They have 10 serviceable players with two superstars, and I would say I think Kyrie's a little overrated in, in people's minds because he's very outspoken on social media and by the media. No, he's not outspoken, but he's kind of uh, – he's very controversial with, like, some of his opinions. He's a flat earther. He's He's gone – he's going Kanye West of okay. – yeah. I, I don't like Kyrie. He's been terrible in his last two spots. Um, he first, failed being number one. Yeah, trying to leave LeBron, and then he sucked in Boston. But uh, with the yeah. Nets, he doesn't have to be number one. He's going to be the Robin again to KD, it looks like. Um, Coaching-wise, I actually think Steve Nash is a great hire. I think getting Matt, uh, Mike D'Antoni to take uh, you know a downgraded job of just basically being the offensive coordinator for a basketball team is amazing because he's, he's, he's so coached. good. He, look at the look at the Rockets' win totals of the last five years. They've it's won insane. 65 games before. Like two years ago, they won 65 games. And um, I don't think they're going to trade for Harden. I know that was something that was re- reported that they were looking to do a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't think they should. I think it's better if they roll with this. Have 10 deep. Therefore, if KD is sore, you don't need to play him in a game in the regular season or Kyrie, if he he's going to get hurt, Kyrie gets hurt every year. It seems so when Kyrie inevitably breaks a bone in his hand or, or, you know, gets a, a, a calf strain, you don't, you don't, you won't miss it too much. Cause you have Levert, you have Dinwiddie, you have uh, Jared, Jared Allen, uh, who obviously won't replace Kyrie, but the depth is just insane. And also, you know, who I think is um, going to benefit most from this is Joe Harris, who is one of the top five shooters in the NBA. Uh, he's going to have so many open shots, and yeah, he's <laughs> he's in a he's he's a sniper. They call him Chris Kyle, American yeah. sniper. Uh, and he's from he, Washington. Is yeah, he he's from Chelan. Yeah, he's from Chelan. Yeah, Chelan. Yeah, he probably was so good in high school. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Dude. <laughs> That's like a super small school too. He's just like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, uh, I like this Nets team. I. I don't know if they have the firepower to, to win the finals, but they have a good shot to get there. And uh, this team made the playoffs last year with a banged up Kyrie for most of the year. And yeah, it's the East, but uh, I mean, they still really were, were pretty good last year and they're going to be even better this year. And I actually, I love the Nash hire. I think Nash is going to be really good for the team. I think the players love them. 
And uh, yeah. to, to, if tonight showed anything, it shows that this team's going to be very good and score a lot of points. The defense is still shaky. I think DeAndre Jordan is not good. And I, I kind of feel like Katie and Kyrie got him $30 million, which is awesome to them. Props to them. But he Wish probably, my friends did that. Yeah, he probably shouldn't be on this roster. He is not. And honestly, they're starting him right now. I doubt that will be the case as we get into the swing of things. I think he, sh- I mean, maybe they want to keep him there and then use Allen as the backup, but Allen is a, is a top 10 center, it seems at times. So DeAndre Jordan is, you know, barely rosterable in my opinion at, the, at this point. So that's the one, that's the one shaky, shaky spot, but uh, Kyrie and Durant love him. So he's not going anywhere. I got the over for the nets, Steve. Yeah, I got that over too. I think uh, their team is incredibly deaf. I think they honestly don't need to worry too much about their defense because I think this team is going to be – that might be one of the highest scoring teams in, in the NBA mm-hmm. just from there's so many people that can score. I, I hope Jared Allen gets the start here soon because even – I honestly think Claxton's better than <laughs> DeAndre Jordan, and he's probably their third-backed-up ba- center. Uh, Tyler Johnson's serviceable, like – um shamit's great like there's tons of good players on this team that they can rotate in and out um, i wouldn't use the word great to describe landry shaman but... no but not great but like on another <laughs> team he, he would get minutes oh yeah so he plays serviceable for yeah, sure yeah so i think they have a ton of ton of good teams and i think this team's gonna be insane this year i think they're gonna be one of the funnest teams to watch like since we didn't get to see them at their full potential last year we're gonna see. We're gonna see him this year, and I think they're gonna be the most exciting team to watch. At least I'm gonna be tuning into a lot of Nets games because I, I like this team a lot. I think they're gonna buy into Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni's system, and I think the team over the season is just gonna become great. Yeah, uh, agreed. You have the over, and Benny, you have the over too. I'd assume, right? Yeah, uh, I got the over, um, and I'm gonna spoil a few of my picks coming forward or going forward, but. I think I agree with what Steven said. It's probably going to be the high, the highest scoring uh, team in the NBA. And because of that, I think, uh, I think KD is my MVP. I know I'm, I'm going early on it, but, uh, and Steve Nash, uh, coach of the year. Ooh. Do I think they're going to win a championship though? I don't. I think they're going to choke in the playoffs. That's my outlook for the Nets, but a lot of regular season wins. Give me the over. Okay. I like it. Also, one final thing, Landry Shamit. When me and uh, Sterling used to play 2K uh, against each other, we would do uh, playoffs, and uh, he would usually always beat me. But, hey, Landry Shamit, I dropped 40 burgers with him on 2K for no no reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, I love picking just, like, a no-rate player on a team and making him, like, the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, in 2K, yeah, exactly. you have cheap, cheap players that, like, that, that hit everything. It's insane. Well, here's yeah. the thing. We, we, we just try to fill up our team with shooters and have, like, two good players, right? Yeah. Yeah uh next next team we got the celtics celtics 44 and a half which equals out to about 52 wins plus 600 for the conference i'm gonna go the over um because the sole, sole reason of this they lost gordon hayward they got nothing back for him not that that's pretty that's pretty bad that that happened they should have got at least an asset they should have signed and traded him and got a second or a first rounder for him to the to the hornets who paid way too much money for a guy that's not good but they replaced him with tristan thompson who I think is better for their team. Simple as that. And I think this team is already good. Uh, Jason Tatum, 
made a leap last year. I think he makes another leap. He's going to be in uh, an all NBA player. I think he might make the second team. First team is going to be hard because you, you see the, you see the caliber of it's, it's probably it's LeBron so- and KD, right? That's, yeah. That's, like Kawhi. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you have some people in front of you, but uh, Tatum is still really young. He's going to make a leap. Um, I actually, the plus 600 for the conference seems a little zesty. I, I like, I like this team. The, the major X factor is Kimball Walker's health. Because if he, you know, he's going to get hurt. Uh, he's yeah. It's hard for him to stay healthy. But they, for the over-under purposes, that might be what shoots him in the foot if they actually <clears throat> uh, take the pedal off the metal or the pedal off the gas, whatever I'm trying to say. Listen, a lot of Coors Light's being drunk tonight. Uh, they might not get to that 52 number or 44, 45 number. But uh, I still think they will because they do have a lot of easy games in the East. And yeah, you're right when you said that the East is getting better, Stephen. But uh, you got some really, really bad teams that that. Oh, the uh, bottom's bad. Yeah, I'm bottom's like terrible. the one, th- one through eight's getting better. Yeah, one through yeah, exactly. And then the and the rest of it is. Yeah, when I meant better, I meant just the playoff teams are getting better. I don't really care about the bottom tier teams. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's my that's my explanation for that. I like this Celtics team. I think Tatum is going to be a future MVP caliber player if he isn't that already this year. But I mean, for first team All NBA, he's got a some people guess the leapfrog. So, uh, and I think Jalen Brown is one of the best, uh, best wing defenders in, in the league. Uh, I wish they would have got, got rid of Marcus smart somehow. I, I think that he's actually pretty bad for their, for them as a, as a franchise. He takes so many stupid shots and the worst thing that can happen. And this is what I'm going to say this probably multiple times, but the worst thing that can happen is when Marcus smart hits a three, because That'll embolden him shooting the threes. Shooter, shoot, baby, shooter, shoot. uh, I like the Celtics team, though. And I I think Brad Stevens has got a lot of flack for not getting this team to a finals when they have been probably the most talented team in the East a couple of years. Uh, I think this might be the year they could do it. Now, I'm not not saying I'm picking that, but I think that they're going to be in that top tier of the East, which I think the top tier of the East is the Bucks, Nets, Celtics. And there's a little drop off to the next three. But, uh, that that's my that's my take. So I, I like this Celtics team. I'm gonna go over, and uh, we I've gone over on all three so far. So we're gonna get some unders in here uh, in the next couple of, in the next couple of picks. I think so. Uh, Steve, what you got with the what you got with the Celtics? Um, I'm actually gonna go under with this Ooh. team. Uh, the, my reason right. for this is they they've been shooting poor in the preseason. They might warm up a little bit coming to start of the regular season. I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown they're gonna have to be the playmakers this year. And I don't think they're I don't think they're ready for that yet to be the main playmakers mm-hmm. of this team. So I don't know if this team's going to gel well. I I think this is a tier two team in the East right now. Uh, the Celtics are pretty good in the regular season, but there's nothing I really like in the playoffs. They'll probably I still think they're a top ten team. They'll probably they probably will finish over, but just what I've seen from them recently, I just uh, not liking it too much. But I, I do like that they uh, drafted uh, Aaron Nesmith. He's he's who I wanted to go to the Kings until uh, a better player fell to us who wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a great rookie. I think he'll make a big impact right away, and I think he'll get a lot of minutes. He's uh, a sniper, right? Too. Yeah, he's a sniper. That's why I wanted him, and we needed a we needed a small forward on the Kings, and I think he he was one of the best. Uh, in that tier. So I think the South actually got a steal with him, with him falling. So, yeah. Um, Benny, what do you think about the Celtics? Um, this is a tough one for me, but I, I if I told I'll you Brad say... Stevens was a, wasn't the coach anymore, would you believe me? No, 
No, you just said you just said he's the coach. I know, but would you believe me if I said like hey, he's <laughs> no, 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 out. no, no. But anyways, um, I think slightly, <laughs> slightly over. I think that the the way I think about this team is, um, I they've had high expectations, but I mean, last year was the first first year that Kemba was in the mix, and and Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown are still you know, really young. So, so, I mean, I expect both of those young guys to take a, a, a to progress and then Kemba fit in a little better. Um, and they, they, they still have a lot of, uh, you know, younger players that they, they've drafted the last few years that you haven't seen contribute yet much mm-hmm. like uh, Grant, Grant Williams. I mean, I don't know how, if how much he's going to contribute, but I, I mean, there's, there's, I feel like there's, uh, there's a lot of potential for this team, but I'm gonna say over slightly. I don't expect them to be the best team in the conference, but yeah, yeah. I uh, I think that that's pretty that's pretty mild and level headed. I, I I like this team. I like I like Boston. So, um, okay, Philadelphia, same same over under 44 and a half. So 51 52 wins in a regular season. Uh. I'm going to go over on Philly because here's my reason why I think they're going to trade for James Harden. And if they trade for James Harden, this is easily a beat. If they don't trade for James Harden, I still think they can get the over. Cause I, I do believe this is one of the more talented rosters in the NBA. Um, I like that. They fired Brett Brown. I think that was long overdue. I think he should have gone last season. Uh, as for the hire of doc rivers, I'm not too amped for that. I think it's a, I think it's a good hire. I don't think it's a great hire. I think there were better people out there that they could have got. I think, uh, Doc Rivers is kind of showing that he's kind of overrated. He really underperformed with the Clippers. He won one title with Boston, and that was really because they had by far the best roster in the league. And then after that, they never they didn't repeat. They didn't win another title, even when they still had the best roster. So I'm not a huge fan of Doc, although I think Doc is a lot better than uh, Brett Brown. I love the Daryl Morey hiring as the GM. I think he is probably best one hire. of the top top two or three brains in all of sports across any, any league, NFL, NBA, and MLB. Um, honestly, I, I said this in a podcast before. I think if Daryl Morey wanted to be an NFL GM, a team would give him the job right away. Like he doesn't need to prove that he knows, he, he knows everything. He's he's a literal genius about everything analytics and business related. He started the, the business conference and uh, best brain in the league. No, I think I seriously think he is. Um, so I, I believe they're going to trade. They're going to end up trading for Harden and you get Harden and Embiid. Simmons probably Simmons won't be on the roster if that happens. But even if this team is what it is, I still think they get to the over 51. It's a pretty good roster. Uh, they get Harden. I think that they, they can get, you know, or over 44 and a half. Sorry. If they get Harden, I think they can get to actually around that 50 win mark in the 72 game season. If they trade soon for him, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but regardless of getting Harden or not, I think this team wins a lot of games. They're going to be good. Um, Steve. Yeah, no, I, either, or I think, I think they will be fine. I'm going to go with the over too. Um, I think they're going to make, I think this is going to be one of the teams that makes the most moves during the season. I think they're going to try to move a uh, whore forward to uh, make some room in their cap space and start wheeling and dealing. But as is, I really like this team. I think doc's a good hire for this kind of team. I think it's a, actually the perfect hire for the 76ers. I think they need someone like doc. 
to come in and kind of create a system and a better culture of winning and, you know, keeping his star players more at bay. So Horford was already traded, by the way. Oh, he was? He's on the Thunder now. Okay, good. That's that's good for their contract. So, But I still like this team uh, a lot. And uh, Daryl Morey's actually, if if you listen to him talk about anything, he's like almost like an expert in anything. He he hopped on a podcast with Nate Shot and was just talking esports, didn't know that much. And by the end, it seemed like he knew everything. So I think he could get a GM job in any sport he wanted. Oh yeah, he. If you, Benny, I know, I know you like grinned and laughed at what I said, but literally, he would probably be a top three NFL GM if he if he wanted to move to the NFL. He's one of those people. That I don't doubt it. So smart about everything, and he knows analytics. I mean, people can say, "Well, Houston didn't win a championship. They actually should have beat the Warriors, and they're the only team that really built to beat the Warriors. And the only reason it didn't work is analytics aren't human, right? It's it's human error causing them to miss twenty seven straight threes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, he says all the time. He said analytics are just part of the equation. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I mean, I think they're going to trade for Harden, and I mean, uh, Harden wants out. I haven't seen we're gonna anything. Tra- yeah. We're going to talk about anything, next. So not he- we're going to talk about Houston like after we take yeah, a break. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, Harden's not going to be there, uh-huh. and if he is, he's not going to play. He's just going to. He's just going to. He's going to shoot horn it in. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to be traded. So then you have to look at where he's going to be moved, and there's like three or four realistic places and uh, Philly's one of them. So, and I think that's where he's going to be because Maury, I think Maury wants to not trade more than Ben Simmons, but realistically it's going to take Ben Simmons and probably a first and or a couple firsts. James Harden's a top five player. He's worth it. Yeah. Trading all that. Yeah. If, if you get Harden in Philly, I think they're going to be a, a, right now they're not a championship contending team with Ben Simmons and, and Embiid. I think you need, I think you need a better player than, than Simmons. Personally, yeah. and I like Ben Simmons, actually. I think he obviously can't shoot, but everything else he does is elite. Uh, Benny, what do you think about Philly? Yeah, uh, dang. It, I'm actually going to go under just because I feel like there's a lot of things up in the air with, with this team. Uh, I mean, I like Doc Rivers, but a new coach, um, I'm not really sure what it's going to look like. Uh, and I feel like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, has been a, a proven um, – I mean, they've won games, but the, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. And if if they are, if it is constant all season, you know, talking about trading for Harden, then how how is you know if it if it's Simmons' name that it's in the headlines or Embiid, how are they gonna perform? I don't know. It just is a lot up in the air for that that team for me. So I'm gonna go under. Yeah, I feel that. If I think the trade's gonna happen by the new year. I would definitely um, – I mean, obviously, Harden wants out, but I would be happy with get, getting Ben Simmons um, if I were the Rockets. Yeah, that's by far the best haul that's been offered yeah. and, like, discussed. Um, okay, Miami, the Eastern Conference champion last season. They are plus 700 for the conference. Uh, they Their win-loss win, over-under is 43.5, which equals out to about 51 games again. Um, last season when they won the conference, they were on pace in the full season for 49. So they overperformed in the playoffs. This is one of the worst teams in, in recent memory to make the finals and in, in either conference, honestly, like you can go back on it. 49 win pace. I think they were the five seed. Uh, they played out of their minds. Jimmy Butler played amazing and bam, bam out of the Bayou, uh, was, uh, was terrific. So I'm going to go the under here. I think they take a step back. I think they have messed up 
not adding another piece in this offseason. They should, as soon as Giannis signed that deal, they should have got Harden. Not give up Hero, give up what two first rounders or three first rounders and bring in Harden. And I understand that he probably doesn't fit the culture of the Heat because the Heat t- tests players' body fat percentage every three days and they're very strict about stuff. And it, yeah, they it, make it, people run. Yeah. They get, they get into shape in Miami. <laughs> yeah. And I know Harden is Harden, but, uh, you know, if you add a player like that, you're in, Harden changes this whole entire conference. You add him to any of these, t- these teams, they're immediately going to be in the, in the running for, uh, they're probably going to be the favorite. I, I, the odds would probably change to the to whoever gets Harden, whether that's, uh, the Nets, the Celtics, Philly or Miami, uh, those are four teams that actually could do it. Um, they would be the favorite to win the conference with Harden. So I, Miami's not going to do it. They said they're out, but I'm going to go under because I think they overperformed last season in the playoffs. There's no way Jimmy Butler keeps up that pace. I think Bam is going to be really good. I think Hero gets better, but I think that it's still marginal gains and it's going to be right on the cusp. And in my opinion, they're going to be really close to that number. It's just, I think they're going to come up just a, just a tad bit short. They're going to be a good team. They're a hard out in the playoffs. They're a really good team. Eric Spolster is one of the most underrated coaches in professional sports. Um, everybody basically said LeBron. I mean, yeah, when he took over, he had the big three, right? That's not that hard to coach. It's hard to manage that many different egos, right? But Especially being a, a, a young coach yeah. at the time, yeah. But he has been the, I'd say, the, over this last decade, probably the third best coach second or third, right? I mean, you got, I'd say uh, Steve Kerr and Pop are one and two. And then yeah. you probably put him him, and then Nick Nurse, I'd probably say is three or four. Like that's the top four I, I'd, I'd give it to. And so Swolster, I think is great. And um, Miami's going to be a hard out wherever they get in the playoffs. I just think they're going to be slightly under that, under that uh, 51 or 43 and a half, slightly under 42, 41. I'm not betting on this. This is one I would stay away from because you don't know. Maybe they're just great. Or maybe they, maybe they take a big step back. Who knows? Yeah, this is a team that, it, I, like you said, Stern, I think that's like a perfect explanation. They're going to be like either one, two games over or under this. Uh, I feel like they'll end up. Yeah, I wouldn't. This Whoever came up with this line, Vegas, genius. This is a great line. But um, it's. Uh, I think they they overperformed. I like that they that they just fight and they have this kind of tough dog mentality that people don't really believe in them. Uh, so I think the team plays well, but I'm going to go with the under two because they would have been on pace for under last, last season. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler's not going to play like that every single game during the regular season. There's it, it's impossible. So I think they got a little worse. I don't know how Miami isn't getting more big names or bigger free agents to their destination. They have the Godfather who is able to get people. I don't know why they didn't get anyone. So it, anyone of no, but they're definitely going to target Kawhi. Yeah, I think they are. I and Kawhi, is someone who you never know what you're going to get. He's a wild card, but um, I think they'll. I think they'll be. I think the team's built for the future. So I think the next year, if they're able to get another big name free agent, they're going to be one of the one of the top three teams. But right now, I think they're in the probably the five to seven range right now. Mm-hmm. Agreed, Benny. Um. I got a question before I give you my take and yeah. don't roast me for this, but did they retain uh Dragic? Yeah. Yeah. They lost they Jay Crowder. That was it. Oh, okay. Well, damn. Um, Who I actually think is a big person. But they brought in Avery Bradley. So that'll take some, uh, some stuff off of Dragic's chest. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, the over and kind of just to disagree with you guys, honestly. But I like uh, it. I know. Yeah. Hey, th- wait, wait. We'll we'll check this out in a couple months and because <laughs> hey, we're gonna remember. If this. I'm right, if I'm right, I'll roast you guys. But I'll take the over because um, I think that they yes they they overperformed, but I think Bam will continue to um, progress. And it was kind of weird to me that uh, Kendrick Nunn, you know, he, he played so well in the regular season and then became like a non-factor in the playoffs. I feel like um, with, with Drogic uh, playing well in the playoffs, they, they now have, you know, two, two good options um, at point guard. So, and, and Tyler Hero, um, I mean, he gets buckets first year in the league. And I know the bubble was kind of a, easy atmosphere but i think he probably continues to get better as well and i don't know i just see them being gritty all year and 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 never you know never being the the flashy team that uh is picked to make it but i think they're just going to win a lot of games kind of like kind of like the bucks yeah um i can see that working out that way they just don't have as good of a superstar, right? Yeah. As the Bucks. You'd have to hope the hope is the hope is that you have uh <clears throat> sorry, you have uh Jimmy Butler actually performing as a top ten player like he did in the Yeah, true. Like he did in the playoffs and or in the finals especially. But I mean that could happen. Like <clears throat> the Heat sorry, I keep clearing my throat. The Heat the Heat are built for the future, but they're also competing in the present, right? It's very odd that a team is not built for the present that made the finals. And it happened. And uh, if you'll be right, if hero takes a leap and plays like he did in the playoffs and bam does. And uh, I'm personally, I just think that there's, I think there's a better, that's a great number, right? If they're over or under that number, it's going to be one or two games. So it's going to be, they're going to be a competitive team. They're, they're well coached. Well, well, well managed. Yeah, they have depth. So uh, I agree with that. I just think I can't take every team over. And the, 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 yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But here's my here's one of my hot takes. Okay, that we're gonna move to Toronto. Theirs is a 42 and a half over under, which equals out to 50 in an 82 game season. They're plus 540 to not make the playoffs. I'm not betting that, but that is juicy. I think this team's gonna be bad. Here's my reasons. I, so I'm taking the under. Kyle Lowry is 34 or 35. He's officially old. They lost Serge Ibaka and Marcus Gasol, and they replaced them with Aaron Baines and uh, Chris Boucher, I think is the guy's name. So they don't have any good bigs. And then the biggest cause for concern is how Pascal Siakam looked in the bubble against Boston in that playoff series. They He looked inept. He looked unable to score. He was really bad. He was out of, you know, we, we all talk about all these players that looked great in the bubble. Well, Pascal Siakam did the opposite. He looked terrible. He took a big step back. And I think that teams are going to watch that and say, you know, is this guy really going to be the number one option on a 50-win team or an equivalent 50-win team? And the answer oh. to me is no. Like, Nick Nurse is is a phenomenal coach. And that, that if you're going to argue the the opposite side and say they're going to, you know, win 43, 44 games in this in the 72-game season uh, type type situation, then that makes sense. But eventually talent, the lack of talent is going to catch up. 
And I don't think you're going to be a 50 game winner with Pascal Siakam as your number one, especially when you got worse. You did not get better this year. They didn't add people that make this team better. It's it's they have no, you know, they have no startable bigs. So um, maybe the hopes Ananube is OG Ananube is 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 good this year. I I don't know. Uh, did they they got they kept Van Vliet right? So. I don't know. I just, I honestly don't think this team's going to be that good. I would be surprised if they're competitive or make the playoffs. Actually, I won't bet that because I'm not going to wait um, seven months to, to get my winnings, but uh, I would be, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they miss the playoffs. Although the East, right. The, the, the this is the truth. The East is a, is a weaker conference and getting the, yeah. probably doesn't require a much higher than a, uh, you know, 500 records. So uh, I'd be surprised if they missed, but I wouldn't be surprised at the same time. Sorry to talk in circles. I just think the Toronto team isn't that good. Yeah. I, I, I like the team, but I'm going to go with the under two. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. They'll probably be, I'd probably say the, in that five, seven range again. Uh, I, I like some of their players. It's just like, they're getting old. They're not, adding a ton they lost marcus all and serge Ibaka, who are two <laughs> and replace them with nobody yeah and replace them with nobody it's not like they just lost two players and then add anyone and i think those are two big factors to their team so there's nothing to show that they're going to be better this this season and losing two great players i think they're going to go under and they'll probably be uh i'm probably gonna say the the seventh seat i'm just gonna lock them in there okay yeah, we're ta- so we're talking about them fifth so I think that this is the fi- or sixth. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we're talking about them sixth, and I think this oh, is sixth, the okay. this is the hierarchy of the East. It's the top three are going to be any variation of the Bucks, Neck, Nets, and then either the Celtics, Philly, and then I think the next three are going to be either the Celtics, Philly, Miami, Toronto, and so uh, again, to, you're, we're going to talk about these next these next teams in the East decently quickly because um, it is. 1235 and i'm gonna be honest with you i'm pretty tired so and we started to do the western conference so we're maybe we do a maybe we do an eastern conference one then put out a western conference one nah, we can we can do it, it will, we'll, we'll go fast the next ones will be quick but i think that toronto is uh, at the end of that second tier and so maybe the 540 no playoffs is is probably a bad bet but uh um, yeah. what are you doing what are you doing Manny? you're, you're going under I'm, I'm under under that's all yeah. big under no, I'm just saying, yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. I'll, I'll take the under. Okay. Pacers, 39 and a half. That equals out to 45 in a 82-game season. Uh, they're going to be around that number. I think that's another really good number for, for that, they, that they've made this lineup. If, if Olin Depot's back and playing well, which I don't see why he wouldn't be, I think they're going to be around that. Around that. Uh, 45 wins, that's a decent team. This team's a playoff team. Uh, Sabonis is really good and uh he's i there's been play uh, ideas to trade him and the trade haul for him would be actually rather substantial people would be surprised about that but that's why he hasn't been moved so uh-oh benny's airpods have died we're gonna get a bad quality benny we got airpods down we're gonna get bad quality benny nope is he flipping us off what's he doing now he's frozen oh he's back can you hear us benny yeah. 
Oh my god, you sound terrible. Uh, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna go slightly over on the Pacers, slightly over, based on those those factors. Benny, did you hear what I said? Or were your pods dead when I first started yep, talking? I heard, I heard what you said. I heard what you said. Who's our new coach? Uh, oh, do you, do you want Benny to guess? You're asking me? No, I'm asking you, Steve. I don't know who their new coach oh, is. Oh, uh, Nate Bjorkin. Uh, I don't know how to say that actually properly. <laughs> but he was, uh, he was an assistant coach at the Suns. And uh, I think he did something else after that. But that's the last thing I remember him doing. Well, on October 21st, uh, Bjorkjen was a no-brainer choice for the next Pacers coach. So, okay. Yeah. No, I think he's going to be a – who was the last coach? Uh, Nate McMillan. Yeah. They like to hire Nates. Um, but, yeah, he, he – I think he's going to be a better coach. I think oh, he I, was a Raptors assistant with Nick. Oh, Mark. okay. Then I like him even more now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I like – I think he's going to be – he's going to be better than Nate McMillan. He was not good. Um I think I like this team better than the Raptors. So I'm going to go the over for Mm -hmm. them. Uh, I think this team is built better with better young players than the Raptors. I don't. So them above the Raptors for sure. Uh, Not a ton about them because it's kind of hard to watch Pacers games because they're a small market team and they don't get a lot of airtime. But when you actually get to watch them, their team is very good and fun to watch too. So uh, I think, I think this is going to be another season where I actually get the NBA game pass and actually watch a lot more of small market team games. Cause I, I kind of like to watch teams like the, like the Pacers play. Cause they have an interesting way that they normally play. So see, I would game pass, but it's not HD. So that's my, if you, uh, if you use a VPN and you do a different country, you can get it in HD. Okay. I'm it's not, going not to... in HD. What the? No, no it's not. What is this 2008? Dude, yeah. if it's, I don't even like HD. I want my shit in 4K, 120 frames a second. Uh, I want that. I want that shit yeah. beautiful. It's so annoying. Um, Benny, are you using a potato camera? Pa- Benny Pacers. I know. How do you even have cameras that don't shoot in high definition anymore? Oh yeah. Uh, in the arena, like what? what? How is that possible? Was, Why don't they just have the better, number, better was, technology? What was the number again out of 72? 72. It was uh, 39 and a half, which equals out to 45. And an 82. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, it, this is shot in the dark for me, honestly. I'll just go over. Okay. Uh, good, good I don't really know much about the Pacers. So. It's fine. No, 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 fine. Uh, yeah. Hawks. Hawks are supposed to be the team that makes a leap from being one of the worst teams in the NBA to they're projected as the eighth seed. Uh, they're not going to be the eighth seed. They signed Rondo, which is a big signing for them, but his nicknames play off Rondo. You don't get playoff Rondo if you don't make the playoffs. So, and you're telling me that this is, they're going to start him, right? I think that the yes, they're paying him starter money. Um, okay. Good luck. He's going to start with the, yeah, with Trey young, I think. Good luck. That's all I have to say. Good luck yeah. on that. Uh, Trey young is the most overrated player in bat and probably maybe in all sports because he goes off for 40 points and then he gives up 50 points on whoever he's guarding. Uh, I don't like yeah. Trey Young. I don't think he's a great player like people want to make it seem. There are people out there, legitimate sports fans, that defend the Luka Doncic trade. And they said, you know, it's very rare. Both teams win. Teams. Both teams won. No, both teams didn't yeah. win. Because no, that's what I'm saying. That's what people say. Yeah. And that's exactly. that's the most ludicrous thing I've ever, ever The Mavericks got literally the best 21-year-old of all time. Luke, or Luka was better last year at his age than LeBron was when he was that age in his second season. Easily. Luka is legitimately going to be uh, – Four or five time MVP, unless something catastrophic happens. He is the 
he is going to be insane. And when you have Hawks fans and NBA guys saying like, yeah, both teams benefited. No, they didn't. The, the Hawks got Trey Young and Cam Reddish. That's who they got. Trey Young could make an all-star team or uh, be a multiple-time all-star. Cam Reddish doesn't seem like a rotational player in the NBA, really. So you're having Trey Young for Luka. Well, guess what? I'll take the guy that's going to probably be a generational talent who's right now, if you have to pick a player to put your team, uh, build your team around, he'd probably be the number one or number two after Giannis going for the next 10 years. So uh, yeah, give me Luka. Uh, As for the Hawks, I think this team's all smoke, smoke and mirrors. That's what I think they are. I, I don't <laughs> I know. What gonna, the, I thought you were going to say all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I was like, smoke what? and mirrors. I don't know what I'm looking for. Uh, uh, this Hawks team is way over amped. This is almost a lock for me. They, they're not going to go 500. Yeah. They uh, their off season was fine, but they stink. Yeah. They, they have a lot of players uh, that I like on this team, but I like to consider them. They are the Phoenix suns of the East coast. They put up a lot of points. They're fun to watch. They get the, they get the Twitter retweets. They're, mm-hmm. They are not a good team, though. They are coached terribly. They, they have no room to be in the, in the playoffs. I think the Wizards are going to be the last team to get to that playoff spot. I think the Hawks are going to be close to it, but they, they're just going to put up flashy plays and do good. And just and, Unless they have – unless Cam Reddish – continues how he was doing after the all-star break and doing insanely well. And Deandre Hunter getting much better. Uh, They have a lot of good talent on their team. We'll see if they get out of that, uh, that aura of just putting up a ton of points and playing terrible defense and see if that actually succeeds in the regular season. But right now I, I don't think they are. Yeah. Uh, Benny. Uh, I'll take the over and I mean, fuck it. You know what the number yeah, is? I do think they're going to be better than last year. And well, do you know I what mean, the number is? Or were you just, were you just tendering somebody? No, no, no. Benny no doesn't I, give a I, shit. I, I, was, I was doing some research. I was doing some research. I, here's the thing. I, I like the additions of Bogdanovich, Gallinari, uh, Rondo, eh, but I like Gallinari. Uh, yeah. But I mean, and I think that they have good young talent, like uh, Stephen was saying, uh, Cam Reddish, um, DeAndre Hunter, and uh, Akongwu that they drafted this year. I don't know how much, how much, how well he'll do, but I actually. You literally uh, just went on and looked up Hawks additions and subtractions. No, I didn't. No, I just, I just looked at the roster. I just looked at the roster, um, and I knew, I knew that they had got Bogdanovich and Gallinari. I actually didn't know about Rondo until you said that, but um, no, I think that, I mean, I got some shooters. Give me the over. Okay. Can't, can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, Wizards 32 and a half, which equals out to 37 wins. I'm going to take the over here. Westbrook playing is better than John Wall, not playing the last two years. And uh, Bradley Beal is a top 20 guy. So and also, I think that the the Israeli laser that they got, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, Danny Danny Albay or whatever. I'm probably way off. They got him with like the eighth pick this year. What what is his last name? Oh, Avija. Jesus. Is he from? Yeah, Benny? he's from Israel. Danny so Avija or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he might be one of the better players in this draft this year. Better than even Anthony. I don't think Anthony Edwards is that good. So. Um, I think, I think guy, I, he has I, a shot at being rookie of the year. I think. 
Yeah, he has high potential. I think Rui Hachimura from uh, Gonzaga that they got last year is actually a pretty good player. Um, the Latvian laser, so they have the Israeli laser and the Latvian laser and uh, Bertans. Bertans is still there, right? Um, yeah, Davis Bertans. Yeah, so they got the two lasers. Davis. Yeah. Um, and I mean, listen, John Wall is gone. They replaced him with Russell Westbrook. John Wall hadn't played the last two years. Uh, and Beal, Beal is a legitimate uh, superstar. And so this team is making the playoffs. 37 wins in an 82 game season. I think they're going to be over that. I think they're going to be 500 at least, which 500 gets you in in the East. So uh, give me, give me 36 and a half. So four, that's, that's four higher than, or give me 37. There you go. 37. I think this is an easy one. Yeah. Bar an injury, this team is making the playoffs. No, yeah, I 100% agree. Give me the give me the over to um I don't know how you can't think this team's going to be better with an actual starting point guard <laughs> actually playing. Yeah. An all-star your all-star playing level uh point guard is actually going to play this year. And uh that's that's something against John Wall. It's just if you're not on the if you're not playing, I can't really count you as high, but if he's healthy this year, John Wall is one of the top point guards in the league. If if he comes back to the same level he was at, I think he's a top. Really? <laughs> yeah, certainly. I know certainly wouldn't agree with that because he doesn't like John Wall. But I like I John think, Wall, but I think he's. I'm not saying like he's top five. I'm saying he's like a top ten point guard in the league. If 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 he's healthy at the level he was at, he's a top ten easily. So I I like to see him a lot. Westbrook I like a lot, even though people rag on him for like stat padding or whatever. But he's. He's he's still one of the best players in the league. The only way this over doesn't hit is if Westbrook takes a lot of threes. Yeah, don't take. I mean, them. yeah, I I I think Westbrook's gonna fill into his role, and this is gonna be easily a playoff team. Vinny, no, I I agree with you guys. I'm gonna take the over because they got two legit guys who can create. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. The best ability is availability. Get the hell out of here. That's my uh, work set. Okay, we got the magic 31 and a half. That equals out to 36. I'm going to go the over here. I like their young roster. Uh, you know, people were making fun that that the magic paid Jonathan Isaac all that money when the Lakers played, paid Kuzma a lot less. Well, I'll tell you the truth. Jonathan Isaac's a lot better than Kyle Kuzma. Much better. <laughs> much, much, uh, much, much better. <laughs> I still will never forget the hilarity where they said that Jonathan Isaac did like a Bible study and none of his teammates showed up when he was a rookie. That was pretty funny. But uh, kind of messed uh, up. Eh, is it? If someone invited me, wow, if, if if you're a teammate, I'll show. I don't even. I don't believe in God or anything, but I would still show up just to be nice. Well, it, honestly, you probably shouldn't show up if you don't believe in God. It's it's like uh, I'm preaching the word, the gospel. Hey, uh, hey but, I, I read Harry Potter. I don't think that's all real. So let me tell you. <laughs> are you showing up to to? I actually, yeah. If, if whoever played Harry Potter actually showed said he's giving a speech, I'd probably show up to that. I can't. Daniel Radcliffe. Dan Radcliffe's pretty cool. Yeah, if Daniel Radcliffe was but doing anything, I'd, I would show Here's up. the thing. I think this team has a lot of talent. I'm surprised that this is their number. They aren't a bad team. Don't think they're a good team. I think they get over this mark, partly because the, the rest of the teams that we're going to talk about, and we're going to be very quick in the teams after this Magic team, are not good at all. So give me the over on the Magic. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, I think he's now making a name for himself. And uh, if he does a Bible study this year, I bet his teammates show up. How about that? <laughs> lock, lock of the year. <laughs> lock of the year. <laughs> How about that? They show up for him this time. Uh, Steve, you 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 said you wanted to talk about this team. Uh, let's hear it. Oh, no. I just, this is like the Pacers. This is another team I like 
I like watching because I think they're good. I've always liked Jonathan Isaac. I wanted the Kings to draft him because he went to Florida State, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, I liked I liked what I saw out there, and I'm glad to see he's coming to the player that people thought he would be now. So, uh, and Aaron Gordon, another player, one one pick away that the Kings should just he was he got picked and then they were next. Uh, they have a lot of great big men on the team with their forwards and stuff. So I like this yeah. team a lot. I think they're another team that could, if some team drops out that we think that's going to make the playoffs, this would be the team I would I would put in. Well, here's the question: um, When you say this team would be fun to watch on League Pass, that almost always means they're going to suck. That they have exciting <laughs> no, players. Because that's literally a synonym for this team stinks, but they have an exciting guy that I like watching dunk or shoot threes. That's what that. <laughs> You know, no, I want to watch the they're, Raptors they're, on League Pass. They're not no, exciting League Pass. If, if you look at teams that always get on the on the national games, like 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 the Kings and stuff, like they probably get like one or two national games because they're playing like someone like the Lakers or the Clippers or the Warriors like a few years ago. So that's mm-hmm. why. So I the whole point pass, so. the whole point of getting League Pass is so you can watch teams that you don't get to normally watch. Yeah. Play teams that would never usually bad teams. Uh, (laughs) Benny, what what you got on the magic? And would you attend Jonathan Isaac's Bible study? Uh, I would definitely attend his Bible study. Okay, I'm gonna go with the oh, the what's the number again? Give me, give me the number, give me the number again. The number is 31 and a half. Oh, wow, that's pretty low. Uh, I'll go with the over then. I, I, I mean, I could see them being the eight seed. You know, but yeah, that's what they were last year. I think these numbers just seem really low, but yeah, I, I, I imagine them sneaking into the playoffs with AT and I'll go with over. Okay, let's do one minute per team for the rest of the Eastern Conference going forward. Bulls 30, that equals up to 34 in a 82 game season. I'm going the under because I think they have a very bad roster. I like Wendell Carter, I like Lori Markin, in, but uh, truthfully, they should probably pick one and move the other. Uh, I do not like Kobe White. I don't think he should be a starting point guard, but since they draft him as a starting point guard, they kind of are for their, their hand is forced. Who is the Bulls coach? Who? Uh, Billy. No, Billy no. Donovan, Billy Donovan. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was guessing. <laughs> uh, don't think I like that hire at all. So uh, yeah. Under for the Bulls. They're going to be a bad team. Zach and Levine liked that hire. Oh, and they have Zach Levine, who is... Yeah, uh, how do you not name their most famous player? By the way, this is a team where you'd say, this team's fun on League Pass. Okay, I was actually going to say that. I was going to be like, the Bulls are the definition for Steven of a fun League Pass team. They'll yeah. probably lose, but you're going to see Zach Levine do some cool shit. Lori Mockington's going to be great. And you're going to watch Colby White give up the ball a couple times. <laughs> it's yeah, going to be a great a, game. A, a bad team. This is a prime, 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 prime game to watch. <laughs> Uh, Benny, uh, they're gonna be bad. I mean, these over under numbers are irrelevant at this point because here's the thing the teams are probably gonna be within a couple of all these numbers, we know that, right? But give me under because they're gonna be bad. I don't know. These next four teams, I think, are gonna be way under their numbers for what it's worth. Hornets, 25 and a half, 29, um, in an 82 game season. Here's my thing, okay? They gave Nick Batum a terrible contract, and then they said, you know what? We're going to get you out of here. We're going to still pay $9 million of your contract the next two years, but we're waiving you so we can sign Gordon Hayward, who is not good. He is – where would you rank Gordon Hayward if you're doing a top 100 players? 58th? 60th? Probably 
probably high 50s. I, I don't think yeah. I'd go into the 60s, but high 50s. Yeah, I would probably. He's not in my top 50, and you're giving him a max contract after not giving Kimball one, but then signing Terry Rozier to a huge contract. Um, this team stinks, and Michael Jordan should sell the team. Uh, this is a money laundering scheme for him. Yeah, it, it, this is this is uh they gave him the team for pretty much free when they when they when they allowed him to buy in. That will never happen again. Um uh, give me the under. I think this team might literally win less than uh less than 15 games. This Yeah, I'll go quick. It might be there. the worst team in basketball. Uh, I don't know about that. But um there's like their start, their starting lineup might be Graham or Lowell Ball, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington, Cody Zeller, or uh, Bismack. Jesus, I just vomited. That, that is horrendous. Can you re- can you restate that 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 starting lineup? Yeah, so either Graham or Ball is going to be starting point guard. It's going to be Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, PJ Washington. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll put I'll put Cody Bismack. Zeller. Yeah, I'll put Bismack. Cody Zeller's not good. I don't oh I don't know why God. on this chart it says he's starting. Bismack's actually Go look at the contracts there too. Jesus. Yeah, and their contracts are terrible. Bismack's actually pretty good. He's probably is actually Malik the Monk best. Monk out of there? Huh? Is Malik no, Monk gone? He's not. He's still there. He should start then, right? Uh on he the death know. charts, he's ranked as the third. No, yeah. That's disgusting. Their, the, their, best, disgusting. their best players actually might be their best player actually might be LaMelo Ball, which is pretty bad. Okay. What so about Devontae Graham. Graham's gonna right. I like Ball though. I think he's gonna end up starting. You don't draft you don't draft someone that high and then oh, yeah, Lamar, Ball, yeah. Okay. Or they could run they could run Graham Ball and Ball at the two. Under under Benny, you under or over. Uh I'm gonna go with I just saw you change under. That. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go with the under, but nobody can you guys if you're listening, you can't see my screen. But what it is is it's Gordon Hayward. With a glorious mustache, he's got. Has anybody ever heard of beef? <laughs> when you're playing basketball, he's got yeah, ball. Have heard of beef? Good shooting. That's <laughs> a, a great beef shooting, earlier today. <laughs> a great, a great shooting motion. Ball, eyes, elbow, follow through. I wish I did, everybody could see this. Beautiful, but uh, under. Great mustache, not great team. Gordon Hayward should be imprisoned. Uh, he scams <laughs> too much. He does more. He does more scamming than forex people. Uh, Nick's Nick. I need. I need his agent. Yeah, his agent is. Uh, honestly, I don't think his agent's doing it. <laughs> I think people are just stupid. Nick's twenty three and a half. Uh, that equals out to twenty seven and eighty two game season. They're under. I don't have anything else to say. Michael Jordan's bringing back the mailman. That's what he's doing. That's mm-hmm. why he likes Gordon Hayward. Well, wait. I'm gonna say one he thing. Wants about to the see the, he wants to see the mailman. Wait, back why are we still in, talking uh, about Gordon basketball. Hayward and the Hornets? I don't know. The rails. Um, the Knicks actually have something set up <clears throat> that is good for them, which is they have new people running basketball operations that seem to be trying to start a Kentucky pipeline. And if Very they're smart. able to do that, they'll get Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker is the hope in a couple years or whatever comes out of Kentucky. And that's that. That's what they should do. Um, I'm happy. The best team that benefited out of Giannis signing signing back with the Bucks is probably the Knicks because they didn't spend an entire year thinking they're going to get them, and uh, then being heartbroken again. The Knicks remind me of uh, what's their football franchise? I would remind you of the Knicks. 
of the Knicks of like the Jets, their counterpart in town, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have high expectations, and they always fall flat. So maybe the, what the Knicks are doing now are setting up themselves for the next five to ten years. Hopefully, getting a star or two um, that has ties to Kentucky, or um, you know, hopefully getting getting a star anyway possible. And as as long as they keep stinking, they will finally hit on a draft pick. I think Barrett's okay. Um, obviously, he's not Morant or Williamson. So uh, you really got, you should have had the first pick that year. They get the third. That's a two player draft, even though yep. Barrett could be a serviceable starter, which it looks like he might be. Uh, Morant looks amazing and Zion and Zion. So uh, sucks for them there this year. I think they actually got a good player with uh, Obi Toppin, but wasn't he a senior? So yeah. it's not like he's, he's not 18. So he's ready to contribute. Yeah. He's going to be their pro- best player probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Give me the under. They're not going to win many games. Yeah, give me give me the under too. Um, their guard. If you look at their guards, terrible. The only good things about their team is RJ Barrett looked like he was getting a little better last year. Uh, Julius Randle actually had a really good season last year, yeah. but he he's also the only good player on that team that's serviceable. So if they could run, if they could somehow get Julius Randle and Obi Toppin running, because uh, Nerns Noel is terrible so maybe just run a little smaller and have one of them play the center um that might be actually better but their guards right now are awful they have elford payton alex burks who's awful um they have frank (laughs) the frankie yeah frankie smokes they should start him i actually like him he's not very good though they have kevin knox like you can look at some of their no it's frank nicoltina yeah so they're they've they've drafted pretty bad last few years and yeah I, I, well, it's not their fault that they didn't get the second pick right or first no pick. it's not but still it's like i mean it's they should suck more than <laughs> just... yeah well they had the uh, i don't know the knicks are under benny you're under also yeah uh i'm under i don't have league pass mm-hmm. but i might stream one next game Knicks. this year. <laughs> I might stream one next game to watch Obi. I'm not watching. Throw Knicks. down a little bit. Okay, let's do these next two teams as one, and then we're going to take a quick break, come back and do the Western Conference. Pistons, 23 and a half. That's 27 wins, same as the Knicks. Cavs, 22 and a half. That's 26 wins. The Cavs are the second worst record. So these last three teams, the, the Knicks, the Pistons, the Cavs, are the three projected worst teams. Uh, Pistons under... Uh, don't know what they're doing. I have no clue what they're doing. They let they let uh, what's his name Wood, Christian yeah. Wood. Christian they let him Wood, walk yeah. to to the Rockets, and he looks like he's gonna be a really really effective and good big man. And yet, look at look at how many centers and power forwards they have, and look at the list of names and which ones aren't washed. So they have Blake Griffin. Does he have any trade value? No, that's their only valuable asset. This is a terrible team. Terrible job. As for the Cavs. Oh man, LeBron really has torn the house down twice there. And this time they've got nothing back. So uh, Pistons, <laughs> Cavs, under both. The Cavs are going to have either the worst record or the second or third worst record. They're going to stink. And the Pistons too. The Pistons at least have a little talent on, on their team, but it's, is it really talent? Is it? 
Nah, it's probably not. So, okay, you guys discuss this. I'm going to pee, and then I'm going to grab another beer, and then we're going to do the Western Conference. We're going to take a quick break, though, but I, I listen, I've drank a lot of beer. I need to go urinate. Filibuster Benny, give me your Pistons, Cavs, and you, Steven, you go. Or, Steven, you go first. Benny, All right. Go. The Cavs. Yeah. Here, I'll take the Cavs. You take the Pistons. Okay. Uh, the Cavs are awful. Garland and Sexton are two terrible players. I can't believe that's a one-two punch for their guards. Uh, Kevin Love needs to be traded out of there. I think he still he has value on their team as a good trade asset. I still think some team would take him. Mm-hmm. And Drummond uh, still a rebound machine, but it, as you saw, he wasn't good at Pistons. He didn't help elevate them at all. He's not going to help elevate the Cavs. He his contract's not as as nice, so I don't think he has as great as trade value as Kevin Love. But maybe move two of those and get some draft picks because they need to. They would need to tank for a little bit. They have. <laughs> Nothing worthy of, of saving on this team because I don't like Garland. I think Sexton's a little better. You could probably keep him, but uh, this team's a dumpster fire. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Cavs under for sure. Um, but Pistons, uh, I think over. That's a, that's a low number. That's a, that's a low number, and I think they – they actually won some games last year. So, um, and they picked up Jeremy Grant, which I actually think that's a pretty good pickup. I'm not saying they're going to be good. I'm not saying they're really good, but what, what was the number, like 19 or 20 or something? Yeah. I think they win more games than that. I, I think they maybe get into the mid-20s of, of, of or low 20s of wins. So, Well, one yeah. of these, some of these teams are going to have to win in the teens because that happens every year. Yeah. Yeah. I know the I'm back, by the way, for my Go urination and grabbing another beer. Look at that. Coors Light. This is a beautiful silver bowl. Let me check a little bit. Probably yeah. Hornets. Yeah. Okay. I, the- yeah. The only team I th- the only person I like on Detroit Surely. is Mason Plumley. And Hayes 40, is all right. 41 games last year. Who did? The Pistons. They won 41 games last year. Yeah. Did you know that? No. <laughs> would you be surprised to tell you that <laughs> I'm, actually, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually very surprised that, that if that's true i think you're yes. lying to me <laughs> i'm not <laughs> i'm very surprised that they won 41 are you sure you're not looking at like 2013 what oh yeah. i'm looking at the wrong year i'm actually looking at the wrong year no lie <laughs> i fucking hate <laughs> i hate I you i am looking at the wrong year <gasps> i really hate you how are you going to do Oh, that? yeah. They, they won 50 games last year. No, I'm just kidding. They only won 20 games. Okay. Uh, yeah, they won 41 games in 2018, 2019. You looked at the wrong year, and then you said, would you be surprised I if I told you? Yeah, I'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised because that's half That's half the games. They were 20 and 46 last year. <laughs> Still give me the over. I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill. Give me the over. Let me read you the roster, and then we're going to take a break. Yeah, no, 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 no. They got Blake Griffin, Derrick Rose, Jeremy Grant, uh, Sekou Domboya or something I think, like I think, that. I think Hayes starts over Derrick Rose. <laughs> Jahil Okafor's there. Wow, talk about a bust. He's only 25. Uh, Bounce back. He's Jer- got time. Jeremy, Grant, Jeremy Grant's actually a, a pretty good pickup. I mean, he's not going to. He's only 25, and this is his fourth team. That's crazy. Hey, you just got to find the right one. He's just speed-gating teams. <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm going to chug. Okay, and he also changed his number, Jahil Okafor, to number eight to honor Kobe. Um, oh, he changed his number from eight to honor Kobe because it says he then would wear nine for the rest of the season. 
he probably should never have wore that number if Kobe was his idol because he is damaging to that number. What's up, Benny? Would you be surprised to know that the Pistons won 41 games in the 2018-2019 NBA season? <laughs> I would I would actually be surprised by that, too. I know that's true, but yeah. I'd be surprised because I just looked it up. <laughs> I'm going to chug this beer, and then we're going to go to break, and then we're going to come back and do the Western Conference, and then we're going to go to bed. And I'm going to stay out because yes. I have to do this editing of this podcast and the one before that we just did. And then I'm going to want to, uh, you know, maybe maybe slam my car into the to the meridian, median, as I Jesus, I'm terrible. You might so want to drive on meridian into a median. Yes, sir. Let me try this beer, and then we're going to go to break. Okay, you guys talk while I chug. Tell me what you guys think. Think about what? Oh, beef. Okay. Yeah, explain it to me. Yeah, Sterling doesn't know. Beer break. What you sipping on? You know what I'm sipping on? A Coors Light, Silver Bullet, one of them 16 ounces, them good ones. Drink it up. Back to the show. Okay, we are back. It is now 109. How many beers am I? Five or six deep? I thought you guys were keeping count. We're gonna put this up after. Oh the my market. gosh, it's 109. Yeah. And we have to do the Western Conference and then our predictions on MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved, Coach of the Year because of Stevens, bitch ass, and then our finals matchup. Um, okay, we're going to go Western Conference kind of quick because – no, we won't because it's even – it's more stuff than the Eastern Conference. It's juicier. Lakers, 56 and a half, 53 is their over-under in an 82-game – or sorry, 56 and a half would be their over-under in a uh, – 82 game season. I don't have it written down what that equals out to. Oh, that's about 50 because I have the bucks there. Um, I'm going to do over even after they lost to the Clippers tonight. They're the best team in basketball. They won the title last year after being the one seed. They got better. I love the additions of Dennis Schroeder. I love the addition of Montrez Harrell. I love the addition of Marcus all because the last two, although I'm not huge fans of are a lot better than Dwight and JaVel McGee. I think AD is going to be better. I think LeBron is going to be LeBron. I think Kyle Kuzma is hopefully going to be traded, but he's killed his value. Uh, Caruso and uh, THT are both going to be really effective. KCP is KCP was bullied into being a good basketball player, and I think that I think that that takes um, a lot of guts gutso to be to be like that. And uh, also, KCP went from literally being arrested right he was he had a he had to wear an ankle monitor he can only play in home games this was like before lebron got there did you not know this no for like a month in the season he was unable to wow. he was he had to go back to jail at the end of nights for a month in the season uh and he could only get out for home games with the lakers wow and he went from that to now having a a, a pretty hefty sum of a contract um thanks to lebron honestly and i i mean uh, LeBron would say, you know, no, he, he earned it, but I mean, Le- he signed with LeBron's agent and they kept him there because, because rich ball and, uh, and clutch sports, which is, which is the best sports agency by far in, in all of sports right now. I mean, you look at the contracts, they got their people signing, uh, props to them, but KCP actually was good in the play, really good in the playoffs. They lost Rondo. They got Schroeder. Schroeder's a lot better than Rondo. Schroeder is legitimately a good point guard, like all yeah. the time, not just in the playoffs. Um, Getting Danny Green out of there is a blessing, a legitimate blessing. Danny Green was probably the worst player in basketball in the playoffs last year that actually got rotational minutes. I cannot believe that he's found his way onto another <laughs> playoff team in the Sixers, but uh, I like this team. And the dark horse MVP for me is AD. And 
I think that I they lost tonight, right? We're doing this after we saw the first night of basketball that the four teams have played total, but uh, that didn't matter to me. They're going to figure it out. Uh, Markeith Morris, too. He, he hit some big threes in, in the playoffs, and I think he's going to be an effective player. They have a great team, and um, I do really think you see the LeBron contract and the AD contract they signed. These next two years, I think you're going to get – LeBron has a legitimate chance to get to six to match MJ in titles. And if you told this to anybody last year, right, hey, do you think LeBron can get to six? They'd all say no. There's no way. But if LeBron gets to six, I still think he's the best player ever. But if he gets to six and he's the same guy that we see in the, we see right now, there's no debate. There is no debate. And it's it reminds me of Tom Brady when Tom Brady was at four after he, or at three before the Seahawks Super Bowl. And even after the Seahawks Super Bowl, and people would argue, oh, well, you know, uh, Joe Montana was four and oh. And then it'd be like, well, Tom Brady's now four and two. I'd rather get there six times and four times and win the same amount. And then after the Falcons one was when he became undeniably the GOAT, right? That was when it was like, oh, this is the best ever. No, there's no competition. Then he gets to two more Super Bowls, wins one, lose one. And it's now not a convo. But it's like, it's crazy that it was even a convo at the point there. And I think LeBron's entered that too. LeBron, it's like, unless he gets six, it'll always be a convo. If he gets six, no longer one. And you're going to have a guy when LeBron retires. This is my final point on the Lakers because I don't want to take too much time on this. When LeBron retires, he's going to have the best basketball resume ever. He'll have the most points ever. He'll probably be top five in assists. He'll probably be top 10 or 15 in rebounds. I don't know if that's true, but I think it's around there. Um, he'll have by far the most playoff points, by far the most playoff accolades, like in terms of points and all that. Um, and he's been better in a better basketball league than Jordan ever was. And uh, he's also, this is his 18th year and he's been the best player or around the best player for 15 of those years, legitimately, which is, that's insane. We're never going to see it again. So that's why I watch like every Lakers game. I, because I think uh, LeBron is literally an unattainable athlete to get to that level again. And I love the brow. Steven Lakers. Yeah. But uh kind of let you talk a little longer about this one because it's kind of your team with LeBron. But um the yeah, Mavs are my team. LeBron's my guy. If you can't if you can't tell, Sterling's a huge front runner, obviously. His his favorite I mean his favorite athletes are Tom Brady and LeBron James and uh, if you actually if are... you if you don't like LeBron and Tom Brady I like LeBron. I root for LeBron. And you like Tom Brady too, Jackass. I didn't I didn't used to root for Tom Brady. I once uh, I never rooted for him as a Patriot, but now that he's uh, with a different team, I, I root for him. And it's not because the Patriots are your team. It actually partially is, but just because, you know, now, now it's, it's an individual accolade. If he goes and wins a Super Bowl, you know, with a new team. And now that's the, I, I like LeBron as well. But the reason why I like LeBron is because there's all these old heads that are like, Oh, Jordan is undoubtedly the best. Like, it's not even – I'm like, come on. And that's why I want to see LeBron win two more titles, get to six, and then – so all those Let's still make excuses. It's six yeah. and oh, all. exactly. He needs to get to seven, which isn't going to happen. That's four more. Or that's yeah. three more. I mean, but also, by the way, I'd like to say this. For, for football purposes, for football purposes, I understand the reasoning to like an individual team because there's a lot less free agent transfer movements and things like that. But in the NBA, 
I think it's better to like a player, to like players because they move so much that if you're a fan of a team that loses free agents, uh, honestly, there's like five markets in the NBA that do well. Uh, that sucks, right? Can you imagine being a Pacers fan? <laughs> right? It's like, I get it that if, you, if you're if you from Washington, you like the Mariners and the, and the Seahawks, right? I don't like that. I, I never grew Save up with Save our that. Sonics. Yeah, and the Sonics, but I never was like that because honestly, my parents didn't care about, didn't like the Seahawks and the and the Mariners, like probably other people. My mom did, but my dad did, and that's who I watched sports with. My first football game was a. I've said this story before. Was the first football game I was ever invested in because I bet my allowance was the Patriots against the Rams in the 2001 Super Bowl to my dad. Uh, I bet the Patriots because I liked their story and they were the underdog. I won that bet. That's why I became a Patriots fan. Now Tom Brady, I still root for on the Bucks, obviously because literally Tom Brady is. Uh, my favorite athlete ever and any Patriots fan who doesn't want Tom Brady to succeed with the Buccaneers is a is a weirdo like legitimately I do not know why you would not want him to be good on the yeah like who who wants him to fail I completely get it I was just uh and with LeBron get under your skin I'm a Mavericks fan the Mavericks haven't won a playoff series I think since 2011 I might be I might be off a year or two and so guess what yeah I'm gonna root for LeBron I want I'm blessed I love Luka I watched the maps. I can't believe we got Luca when they drafted him. I was so happy. So I, I mean, I, I don't hop on bandwagons like that. I understand the, the the thing and baseball. I don't really care. So it's, it's, I like it. I just like players. I'm more of a player guy than a fan guy. Would you rather root for your GM and your owner or the guy, or the players you like watching? That's how I look at it. A um, little defense there for you, Benny jackass. You got the Lakers going over. I think Steven, it's his turn. I believe. Right. <laughs> Is it my turn? Oh, I will say this. Mount Rushmore in my sports is Brady, LeBron, Michael Phelps, Roger Federer. Those are my four. Not Michael Jordan. Not Michael Jordan. No. He's got to be on the No, you, you, No, there's four spots. All right, we're going to have a game. They're not anyways, adding anyways, two for I, basketball. I'm actually going to my, – my take on the over-under, though, is actually give me the under because you know what? It's a tune-up all year until the playoffs. They're focused on one thing, championship. All You're right? just doing that because you lost money on them today. Load, load management. They're going to be the one seed. Know. I, don't, I don't think they're going to be the one seed. Uh, I'll take the over. Were wow. they the one seed last year? Yeah. I don't I like think it's But uh, I, I like this team a lot. I think they – I don't know how they got better after winning a championship. That generally doesn't happen, but <laughs> – they did. Um, I think this is easily the favorite to win. Um, so that's that's all I'm gonna leave it at. Okay, let's move on. Clippers, forty six and a half, which equals out to about forty three. Um, fifty three season P. Fifty three. Uh, I'm going the under. Here's why. I think that hiring Ty Lue. Uh, and firing Doc Rivers and doing the in-house hire doesn't change much. Ty Lue was there last year. It was a dysfunctional franchise. Uh, you heard the preferential treatment for Paul George and for uh, and for Kawhi that happened. And that's going to happen again because they're the superstars, which is happens everywhere, right? It happens with every superstar. But it seems like it's worse there. The worst thing about them is um, they lost Harrell and got Ibaka, which is, you know, size is pretty much the same. But they didn't fix their biggest problem, which is the lack of a point guard. And uh, they traded Landry Shamant for Luke Kennard. And I actually like Luke Kennard, but not on defense. I think he's actually, you, you saw earlier in the game tonight, uh, he w- Dennis Schroeder was literally like assaulting him. 
every time he had the ball on him, he was like very happy. He was very excited assault. that he had assault. <laughs> he was very excited. Um, and I think that the lack of a point guard is is gonna be damaging. They're they're I don't like Lou Williams. He's unplayable in the playoffs. He cannot play defense. He takes too many shots. And, uh, you know, this is it. Kawhi is great. I don't think Paul George is great. I think that their additions were Nick Batum, who before Gordon Hayward was awarded scammer of the year for a couple of years consecutive consecutively. Reggie Miller tonight said one of the dumbest things ever. The adi- Nick Batum's a really good player. People don't talk about it enough. Look up his stats the last five years and tell me Nick Batum's a really good player. They don't talk about it enough. Just look them up. He's not a really good player. They don't talk about it enough. He's a really bad player. Um, he's terrible. He's terrible. Uh, oh, good. Mar- uh, Marcus Morris is the bad Morris twin now. Like, that was who we thought was good. But he thinks that he's a good player, and that's not good when you're an ISO player that's not that good. He's like um, Tyreek Evans to me. You know, Tyreek Evans was a guy that – You take that back. No, Tyreek Evans, there's a good comparison. Tyreek Evans is a guy that could score 20 points, but you know that he's too good to not just say, hey, be a f- ebb and flow player. Pass the ball around. You have to draw plays for him. That's with Marcus Morris too. You have to get him shots. He's going to take 8, 10, 12, 15 shots a game. Those aren't good shots to me. You want those shots to go to Kawhi and Paul George. And then Paul George, the biggest problem is the playoffs. This team will make the playoffs. He'll be underperform again. And... um it's an it's an album because he's that type of player. He's too much in his own head. We've seen it the last few playoffs. He really gets it's really mental for him. He's a fabulous talent. He's a top fifteen guy. Uh, sometimes you could argue a top ten guy. I wouldn't, but that, that it's there. And he just stinks in the playoffs. It, it's year after year. It's after year after year. And eventually, you are you are what you are. And so, um, personally, I don't know if Kawhi bounces or not. I would not be surprised if he bounces after this year. I think that that contract he, Paul George signed is uh, extreme trade bait. I, I think they might move that contract within this year, which they can do it before the deadline. I think they can do it before the deadline. If not, then obviously never mind. But that's like the Blake Griffin contract when he signed it with the Clippers and they traded it really quickly. This is a, a trade bait contract because you know if you get it, you got the guy for five years. Yeah. No, so, I think this. That's my. I think, I think this team will be over. I this isn't a team I'd pick for the one seed just because Kawhi likes to take time off. I think Paul George can carry the team in the regular season with Kawhi taking time off, but that might lead to a dropping a few games. But I'm still going to go with the over. I like this team a lot. I think they're built for the playoffs. I think they just – I don't know. The bubble seemed to turn out different <laughs> different things for different teams. So mm-hmm. we'll see with how crowds mm-hmm. might do for them. But I like this team a lot. This is probably a, this is easily a top-five team. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll go over because I think that Paul George will play really well in the regular season. And today I was calling him preseason P, even though it's the regular season now. Uh, I was pissed off because he, uh, he got really hot today, and that's why I lost the bet. But you know what? Hey, I think he's going to be really good. Um and then choke in the playoffs as usual. Um, and I don't know. They just I, – I feel like they're going to win a lot of regular season games. Even though they lost, you know, Montrez, I think they still have the depth to do it. So, Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with all that. I 
I just don't trust them in the playoffs. And I know this is a regular season over under thing, but it's it's just also I feel like they have something to prove, you know. So um, I mean, the worst thing that could have happened is if they choked this game away, right? I, I I was listening to or I was on Twitter basically throughout it, and it's like uh, last year they were up three one against the Nuggets, and they had ten point leads in every game, and they lost all those games. And so uh, yeah, the worst they were up twenty tonight. Yeah. yeah, they were up twenty tonight, and they almost blew it. Uh, I I don't know. I think this team's gonna be good. I don't I don't fear it that much. I think it's gonna be slightly under. Nuggets are third on here. They're forty four and a half. That equals 50 wins in an 82-game season. I'm going to go over. I think the Nuggets are the second-best team in this in this conference. And I think there's a sneaky chance. I don't think it's a real good chance, but there's a sneaky chance they get James Harden because they have uh, Michael Porter Jr., who's a trade asset, uh, and picks, and they can, they can make it happen. It would probably be a three-team deal, but uh, I would not count them out because they're the sneaky team to get James Harden. That, that's not why I'm picking them to go over. I think Jokic and Murray – are a very good duo and um we saw it in the playoffs i think the nuggets gave the lakers the best run for their money out of all out of all the series they played uh, i think they're gonna be a good team i like nuggets i like mike malone and uh i i i believe in this team will, i believe this team will be good i i think this team will be the two seed i think it'll go lakers nuggets next team we talk about clippers steve okay no, I agree with that. But the sorry, I was looking at that. The yeah, I think I actually think the Nuggets are going to be the first seed. Ooh, ooh, that's that's my that's my sneaky sneaky pick. Because here's the thing, I a lot of they don't have super superstars where they're taking a ton of time off. I think a lot of these players want to play every single game, and this is this is the kind of team that gets the first seed, a team that plays most of their games and keeps most of their players healthy. Generally, their players are pretty healthy. Um, and I think Jamal Murray showed last year how much better he's gone over the year. And I think this team, I don't think they're going to make the finals, but I think they're going to be the first seed. Yeah. I, I really that, like that take. take. I like that take, Steven. I'm going to agree with you because I liked it so much. And every word yeah. you said. Thank you, Benny. I, I agree with one of your football takes earlier. Thanks for agreeing <laughs> with my basketball <laughs> takes. Um. Okay. Here is my over. over. We're all over on them. I yeah. Agree. Um. Okay. Next team is going to be Dallas. They're forty-two and a half, which equals out to forty-nine in real in real season, like in an eighty-two game season. Going over. I like to do this. Go look at the Cavs with LeBron when he was drafted and what he went uh two years in. So this is going to be Lucas two year two years in uh, season. 50 and 32, 50 and 32, 45 and 37, and then 66 and 16, 61 and 21. He leaves. They go 19 and 63. That's actually insane, right? That's a 40 win drop off with just with him leaving. <laughs> LeBron's worth 40 wins. And also, by the way, he comes back and they they go um, 50. He he go 53 and 29, 57, 25, 51, 31, 50, 32. He leaves 19 and 63, a 30 win drop off. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Although I will truthfully, it was Kyrie left the year before, but regardless, Luca is yeah, that guy. They lost two superstars. <laughs> yeah, Luca is going to be, um, to me, the the best player in the league, if not this year, the next. And um, I think that this team's going to be amazing. I I I don't know how Luca slipped to four. I can I can never will believe it that 
Uh, I get the Suns taking. I get the Suns taking uh, Aiton. I don't understand the Kings taking Bagley. I don't understand Trey Young, and uh, Luca went third, and then they traded him for Trey Young, so he basically went fourth. But uh, that's the, insane. The Kings, the Kings won because Vladi Divac hated Luca's. Uh, like they know each other. He hates. Yeah, Luka's but the, dad. Coach, the, co- the 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 old coach was his coach. Was yeah, Luka's but coach in, that's in, in, in uh, Europe. Yeah, yeah but yeah, Vladi. Like I guess just the that Eastern European. Like they just knew, they just knew each other. He just fucking hated the guy. But I'm glad Vladi Divac's gone because he. Yeah. Isn't that- well, he just cost the franchise literally the best player probably. The, yeah. He's cost the, the franchise of LeBron of this generation, I think. Yeah. yeah. I would have been happy with, I would have been happier with Trey Young <laughs> than Marvin yeah. Bagley. I feel like, though, wouldn't – I mean, obviously, we couldn't predict that Luka would be this good, but I feel like going into that draft, I, I thought – yeah, I, I mean – I'm you not, can't predict that he'd be literally this good. Yeah, the talent. But I thought he'd be the best player. He yeah, was it was like, pretty clear. He was, he yeah. was play, he's playing with professionals overseas as, as a teenager for so long, and and so and, he won the MVP in the second best basketball league at age nineteen or age eighteen, whatever yeah. it was. The second best league in the world, and we have people like Lamelo Ball who stink in not a good league, but it's a professional league. But he's not that good. Like he's a very average player. R.J. Hampton. And we're like, you know, this guy will grow and be good. This dude literally was uh, like he was literally the best player in the second best league. He's having over NBA ready. He's 19. You know, you're getting at least an all-star potential, right? And he had a super hot mom too. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Lomelo was playing in maybe like one of the worst leagues. Yeah, in, in the in in all of them, it's not like he was doing good in like China, which is probably the third best league in the yeah in the world. But and he gets drafted second, but then Marvin Bagley gets drafted. I mean, uh, Luca gets drafted fourth. That doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Honestly, Luca, I can't believe the Mavs got him. They've lucked out twice now with with the Europeans. They got Dirk in 1996, who turned out to be you know probably this the after Hakeem the second best foreign player ever, and now you're you're gonna get who I think is going to be the best when it's all said and done. Luca is amazing. So I'm going over here. Um, Let's be honest too. <laughs> yeah. I think Luca's going to be better than Giannis. Oh, he's got to win at least a few more MVPs. He's got to win his first. I mean, he's 21 and he's going to be, he's going to win it this year. I, I, yeah. I mean, the money's saying he is. He's so uh, skilled for how freaking young he is. It's crazy. He's not even good at shooting yet either. And when he actually gets, yeah. he's going to be better than shooting because he is not a bad shooter. It's and he shoots, but it's like he is. I I will never forget. I watched I watched a lot of Mavs games over the last few years, and I watched especially the the Mavs Clippers series. And you know the sneaky strongest guy in the league, or one of them, is Kawhi. And when you try to back him down, you can't move him. He's got insane base level strength. You know who moved him every single time? who couldn't be stopped, Luca. And you know who was getting double teamed by Kawhi and Paul George, two of the best perimeter defenders in the league? Luca. And you know who, look at his stats in that series. They're insane. He's amazing. And uh, like he literally, he, he, is. he is better than LeBron was at his age. Now, I don't know if he's going to be as good as LeBron or have a career like LeBron. That's impossible. That's literally impossible to predict. But he is already a top I would say top three. I would actually put him top three, but I understand if people want to make him prove it more, but his stats say top three. He's a top five guy right now, and uh, the sky's the limit. So I'm going over here. I think this team's going to be the three seed. Uh, 
I think he's going to win MVP. I'm giving away my pick. Uh, plus 450 was what he was. And at, before the season started, like as today, he was plus 220. So every, all the money's coming on him. And the real only way he does not win the MVP is if he gets hurt. Because they are going to be a high C. They're going to win a lot of games. Um, and if he's healthy, he's winning it. Unless, unless uh, Anthony Davis is out of his mind, like averaging 30 and 10 with three blocks, or KD is out of his mind in, in the, in, with the Nets. But uh, if things go chalk, Luka is going to average a 30-point triple-double or near that, and the Mavs are going to win a lot of games. So uh, that's my Mavs take. And from now on, I'm going to talk a little less on these games. So we're going to zoom through these. So, Steven, give me your Mavs and then Benny. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. I think this team takes the leap this year, um, and and really proves themselves. And getting to White Pal, I think is like that kind of flew under the radar, but that's a huge pickup for helping with uh, Porzingis since he they've had uh, him. They've had him for a while. They had him. No, yeah, no, we like was... like still having him, and because Porzingis him. is going to be on the bench because he has that meniscus tear, so it's that's going to be that's going to be helpful too. I like their team a lot. Um, I still feel like their team overall is underrated. Like everyone's high on Luca, but I think this team's this team's going to be easily a top ten team this year. So, mm-hmm. um, I I know everyone's in on Luca, but not everyone's in, all in on the Mavs yet. I'm surprised they traded Curry, Seth Curry, but I like Josh Richardson. I like the match that it. I think it's better with them than it was with the Sixers, and they play kind of similar games. Except Richardson's actually good at defense. And I think Tyrell Terry, the rookie they got, is um, – I think they got him in the second round. He yeah. is like Seth Curry. So, yeah. and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, if you can get a Seth curry S player, which isn't too hard. But... Yeah, it just needs to be a good shooter. That's it. Yeah. And I think that's what they got with Tyrell Terry. So they replaced Seth Curry with a good defender and a good shooter. And they also got a guy to replace his actual shooting ability. So I like the roster. like the roster. Benny, let's say you. Yep. Give me some Mark Cuban magic over. Yeah. You know, my best story is I met Mark Cuban as a, as a young in second grade. And we talked on about shark it. tank. No, I met him at a, at a Sonics game. <laughs> this is why the Mavs are my favorite team here. I'll explain this real quick, real quick. No, it's really no, quick. I got to move on <laughs> real quick. I met Mark Cuban at a Sonics game. Uh, when I was in second grade, I was seven years old. And, uh, I, I, you know, I took a basketball to get signed by players and I saw Mark Cuban and he talked to me and he's like, Hey, do you want me to go get the, go get some, go get some autographs? And I said, yeah, please. And he took it and he said, meet me down here at halftime. He brought it out. Um, everybody on the map signed Dirk and, uh, another, another, I don't remember the entire raw. Dirk was their star. It was, it was a, it was without Steve Nash and stuff, but it was Dirk. And, and anyways, we talked Marion. I, I think he was on the suns then. Yeah, back then. Um, but uh, I talked I talked to Mark Cuban for like 30 minutes, legitimately 30 minutes that we talked about when I was seven years old. Like, And he actually had a conversation with me about basketball and about business and stuff because I was a super stat nerd with uh, with terms of like points per game and everything. I knew everything about Dirk and everything about uh, the team's records in the last few seasons and, and about his business startup and about how he bought the Mavs. Like I did research before these games in case I get an opportunity like this. And so he was amazing. He was one of the nicest guys ever. And that's why I became a Mavs fan. And like legitimately, not gonna lie, that's a pretty cool story. That yeah, is Mark really Cuban. Cool Mark story. Cuban was like a legitimately great guy, and so uh, Here, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Like I met the Maloofs when they owned the Kings. They're a bunch <laughs> of fucking assholes. 
<laughs> I met them at the. I did a Kings basketball camp where you got to play like uh, like a whole camp that was in Arco Arena, uh, before they stopped using it. And I met them, and they were like, all they did was like brag about their private jet. When I was talking to them, and I just wanted them to sign my jersey, and they're like, "Yeah, we just got off the plane with Mark Cuban," and they're like, "Yeah, that guy kind of sucks." So they they were like shit talking Mark Cuban to like a fucking like tw- uh, I had to be like seven or eight. And they're just what? talking Mark Cuban. So there's my Mark Cuban story. Blues, well, the Blues were talking shit. Us. They don't own the team anymore. Um, now we have a worse owner. That's true, actually. That sucks. Okay, Utah. 41 and a half. That equals out to 47. I'm going the under. I think Utah is... Uh, I think Utah's going to be okay. I don't like the Go Bear contract they just signed. I do not like that. Uh, and I think Conley's going to take a step back. Um, I I don't know. I, I mean, this team isn't bad. But... Is it a team that you think is going to finish in the top four in the in the um, in the West? The only way it's possible is if Donovan Mitchell takes a leap. He could. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be good enough to 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 get that spot. I really think that uh, I don't like the roster that much. That that's it. I'm looking at it right now. I, I'm not a huge fan of the roster. So yeah. I'm going with that. That's really my that's really my extent. The Jazz the Jazz seem like a team that is always good but never gonna win anything yeah. but they can't let the, they can't let their players go like they can't like go bear walk because you can't replace them because you're not getting a free agent and yeah. it's not like, anyone as good as rudy gobert no yeah and it's like this team's stuck in purgatory where it'll never be bad enough to actually tank and get get good draft capital they lucked out with mitchell really lucked out with mitchell but um they're in purgatory to where they're always going to be a playoff team but never be you know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's better. <laughs> sometimes. Not in basketball, yeah. though. Yeah, so uh, I, I like this team. I'm going to go the over. I would actually probably say they're they're going to finish higher than the Mavs. Okay. I, I, loved, I love this tweet where it was like, 34-year-old Rudy Gobert to the player who just beat him on the backdoor layup. I make 10 times as much as you. <laughs> But I, I I like I like the roster. That's badass. <laughs> I like the roster a lot. Um, I think they'll I think they'll be a uh, they'll finish above the Mavs. I like them better than the Mavs. You know what you said? You said they can't get somebody better than Gobert, and I think I agreed with it. I actually disagree with it. I don't think Gobert should be in the NBA. Like legitimately, he's no. unplayable in in series against good teams and in the playoffs. You cannot play him and, and yeah. down the stretch. He's un, he's an unplayable player. The the game has evolved past him. Now, if Rudy Gobert in the '90s, he'd be a top five guy. He would be literally an all or uh, all NBA guy. He'd be getting MVP votes. He, he, the game's evolved. If he if he played in the '90s, he probably would have got like one or two MVPs. Yeah, he can't play perimeter defense, and he can't he can't move outside. I I I honestly I don't think he's worth. I don't think he should be in the NBA. On, on a competitor. I, I think it makes their team worse. And that's, that's true because, well, I mean, Rudy Gobert's a fine player and he's really good at defense. But the problem is, is he can't, the NBA has evolved past him. And if he can't move out on the perimeter, he's unplayable. We saw this, we saw this a lot in the playoffs with him. Yeah, no, that's what I was getting at with my tweet. That, that tweet is like, it, I don't understand how his defense is so bad, but I don't know. Maybe they work on that a little bit or, scheme up some zones where they don't get <laughs> burned as bad is there a team you you think utah can beat in the playoffs like in the West? uh if they're able to finish in the top if they're if they're like the fourth seed i think they can be 
any of the teams probably below them. The unless it's like unless it's like the Trailblazers who somehow are always doing bad in the regular season and then somehow do good in the first two rounds of the playoffs. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Gobert's a good player. I just don't think he should be. I mean, I think that that's contradictory, but I mean, like the game has evolved past him. Like he is, yeah. he's, a, he's a dinosaur at this point, and he yeah. got a huge call. That's a huge deal, and it's uh, it's bewildering because literally, he is unplayable against good teams. Yeah. In the West. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're 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 easily a second round. Yeah. Kapoo. Benny, what do you think about this team? Uh, it's kind of kind of tough to say um, for me because they're really deep, but I think they're getting old. Like worst team name in all sports, too. By the way, a lot okay, of jazz. Being, I don't, being, <laughs> a lot of jazz shows. Like, <laughs> well, the Lakers were pretty bad too. For the me. original, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was the team what started in New Orleans, right? That'd yeah. be a perfect name. That'd be amazing. Yep. A lot of uh, lakes in LA. Yeah. Well, here's what I don't get is. The j- the Jazz is their team name, and they have those uh those desert like fire uniforms, which are, I think are pretty cool. But it makes the no mountains sense. of Salt Lake. Well, yeah, their team name should be the Jazz. The Jazz. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the the uniforms, the, the heat wave uniforms they wear. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it doesn't match their team name. Okay. Anyways, but uh, I'm gonna go the under. Um, they're they're definitely gonna be a playoff team. They're too like experienced and, and deep not to, but. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be a top five seed. I think they're yeah. going to be a top four. I, I agree um, with you, Benny. Not you, Steve. Uh, after we got the Blazers thirty nine and a half, that equals out to forty seven in a in a uh, eighty two game season. I'm going over. I think the Blazers are going to be really good. Uh, Nurkic is back. I think Nurkic is actually better than Rudy Gobert for what for what it's worth. Um, oh, I agree. With that. Uh, Lillard is is a top two or top top one top three point guard wherever you want to rank them top I think he's, yeah i think he might be the best uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna put this team solidly in the four or three spot uh i think or sorry four or five spot is where i have them uh i think that this team's gonna win a lot of games and lillard's gonna make an mvp run i don't think he's gonna get it i do think if i did my all my all nba team i think he's gonna be on the first team I think my first team all NBA is Lillard. It is Luca. It is LeBron. It is either Kawhi or KD, and it's Anthony Davis. That's my first team. So I like that. I like. I that think. First team, actually. Yeah, I think Lillard is 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 going to be uh, very good, very fired up, and uh, I don't think this team's going to make noise in the playoffs, right? Because it's, I it's so hard to do with a with a guard dominated team, but who knows. With Nurkic, yeah. with Nurkic and with Lillard and with McCollum, and uh, I love the Covington pickup. I actually think that's one of the underrated uh, additions. That's to a good pickup. Uh, yeah, I think I think this team's going to be good. I do think what they do need is a backup point guard or a backup um, guard because their 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 real backup guard is uh, Simons, who is a yeah, backup, I, yeah, but he is he can't play defense at all. I think you need to upgrade that, and if you upgrade that position, I think you're in a good good spot. That's it. And I mean, he should still play. I'm just saying you need, you need somebody else. So that's my take on the Blazers. Steve, let's hear what you have to say. I'm grabbing another beer. This is number yeah. six. We're the, with this guard set up, this is what the Washington Wizards uh, wish they had with Bradley Bill and, and John Wall at the time. But um, I like this team a lot. This seems like Sterling said is a, a four or five seed. 
Uh, Carmelo somehow looks good again with the <laughs> with the Blazers, which I actually love seeing because Carmelo's always been one of my favorite players. Uh, so I like this team a lot. Uh, I think they'll do a little better in the playoffs this year, but I still think they're a second round bye easily. Dude, I uh, I like the the Blazers too. They, I mean, not only uh, adding Robert Covington and you know Carmelo fitting, uh, which is cool to see because I mean I always liked Carmelo, but I mean they got a lot of young guys that if any of them, a couple of them, uh, step up, I mean. I'm just looking at their roster. They really have like everybody's serviceable, and like Gary Gary Trent was was, was great. Yeah, um, not Nas Little if he he gets better. If Zach Collins gets better, um, yeah, I think I Zach mean, Collins is supposed to be pretty pretty healthy. Uh, yeah, and I feel like and and Nurkic is healthy. That's huge. Obviously, um, the uh, addition of Robert Covington. Though, I think that's. That's yeah. really good because I feel like they, they didn't never had anybody that like a forward that could. That's what they missed, like a forward that could play great defense. You know, yeah. they still have Rodney Hood, who, I mean, who knows what this he's going to be. This is the second be. or third and, best roster in basketball. And it's really deep. It's going to be it's good. Really this year. deep. Yeah, I'm Dude, surprised it's their number. Derek Jones. Yeah, this team's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I think, little, uh, yeah. this team with the Nuggets, I feel like are. Underratedly deep. A lot they of people. Enos, Enos Cancer, who no, I don't like, but no, he no. sucks. But, but I mean, he's worst a liability. Thing about, worst thing for him, and <laughs> this a is a defensive liability. liability. Yes. Well, they they lost Hassan Whiteside and they got Enos Cantor. That's a downgrade. Actually, I like that. Whiteside shouldn't be on a roster. Yeah, he, he should. He's on the best team right now. <laughs> yeah, the Kings brought him home, huh? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think the Blazers are. This is a really low line. Isn't that crazy? They got the Kings that same draft. They drafted Cousins and Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> I mean, Whiteside's actually bad. <laughs> well, Whiteside yeah. was like a second round pick, right? Yeah, he was a second round. They got yeah, he he's really. I mean, he got paid a lot of money somehow, and he his production was never at, the advanced analytics on him have always been terrible, like dirt poor. Like he will he blocked what, what was it like four shots a game, but you would miss that he would go for blocks every single play, and he'd give I love up it. points. Let's go highlight place, baby. We'll just dribble past him. Um, Harry Giles is on the Trailblazers too. Yeah, he's not. That's my all. That's my favorite player in the NBA. Don't I know. Don't you down Steven, south. Steven likes Harry Giles. What I'm saying is they got a lot of young guys. Who came mock drafts had Harry Giles going top five, and he ended up being really bad in the NBA, which is everybody thought he'd be good, including I, me. I've thought about transitioning since the Kings never make the playoffs. I'm like, what? Who's gonna be my playoff team? I usually switch every year. I think Portland might be my team. Okay. My playoff team once it comes Portland's, around. Portland's my favorite basketball team just because they're the nor- Northwest and, and you can ac- accessibly go watch a game in Portland. From where how many from, Portland so. games have you gotten watched? In the I've last, been to like two. Okay. I've been, I've been to, like, maybe, maybe two or three. I don't know my whole life, but okay. that's more than Sonics games I've been to. I never went to a Sonics game growing up. See, I, I went to a ton of Sonics games. I've been to probably 60 or 70 Kings games and I've probably – Trailblazers have probably been to like 15 60 or, or 70. 60, are you flying down there regularly or something? No, when I grew up, I grew up like right outside Sacramento. 
Uh-huh. He, went to, he went to one full, two full seasons of home games. No, I lived, I lived there till I was like <laughs> in his uh, first two years of life. <laughs> no, my grandpa had uh, season tickets when I was like so. Since I was like seven to eight, I I was basically I went to a lot of games. Did you meet Mark Cuban? He loves <laughs> no, white remember. chocolate. Uh, that was, Steven loves white chocolate. I love white. We're gonna talk about the Kings in a little <laughs> second, bit. Second favorite player of all time on the Kings. We're gonna talk yeah. about the Kings in a little bit. They're third. They're ranked third bottom in the uh, over unders in the West. So we'll get we'll get back. We'll get over to, baby. Uh, Warriors thirty eight and a half. That's a forty five and a eighty two game season. It was before today plus one twenty eight to miss the playoffs. Uh, that's gonna be changed now. This team stinks. Terrible. Terrible. Awful. Bad. Um, Curry is the only player on this team. Wiseman's a project that'll be pretty, that'll be, um, that'll be good. I think Wiseman actually will be good. He looked really good today, but I'm going to tell you something. Draymond Green didn't play tonight. Want to know something? Why Draymond Green didn't play? He had foot soreness. Do you know what shoes he was wearing on the bench? He's wearing Timberlands. High high heels. He was wearing Timberland boots. Those are not comfortable (laughs) on the foot. Like those are very uncomfortable boots. Have you ever wore a pair of those? They're not comfortable. Uh, I cannot say I have. Steph Curry should retire. They're not that comfortable. Not not actually retire, but should not play this year. It's pointless. I mean, he's gonna right. It's for stats, but they're gonna win twenty games. They're gonna be bad. They're a terrible team. Uh, not just that they played the Nets, but you could just see Wiggins isn't good. Ubre isn't good. Draymond has taken a lot of steps back, and he didn't play tonight. But if he played, it's not good. Uh, you, you have to hope that Curry is the guy that scores 35 a game. That's not going to happen because every defense is going to key on him. And the Nets, who have a terrible defense, like everybody, we, we, we all said the Nets are good, but the defense is the weak side by far. But it doesn't matter because their offense is going to score so many points. Well, Curry, and this is one game, I don't want to instantly react like that, but I, I thought this coming into the season, they're not a good team. They just... Losing Clay is a is a is a shot to the kneecaps. Both of them, You're, you got double kneecapped, and uh, and you also, I mean, last season this team won I think twelve games, and yeah, they didn't have Curry, Clay, they had Draymond, and you add Curry to that team. What does that team do? Are you giving them thirty wins because of because of Curry? I'm not. Like it's I don't 15 think he's worth- max. Yeah, I think this team sucks. I think this line is overinflated because of what they did earlier in the decade. Um, once KD left, the Empire fell. And this team's going to be bad for a long time. Now, the question is, would you trade five years of what they did for you know five years of shittiness? Yeah, everybody would. Yeah. Who wouldn't, right? That's a, Is that a serious question? Yeah. Would you rather be great for five years and then terrible for five? Or would you rather be just – would you rather be the Jazz? As a as a Kings fan, I'd I'd rather <laughs> yeah, win one championship and then suck again for another hundred years. Now they have actual problems, the Warriors, because their owners paid for the stadium, like they privately financed it without public dollars. Very expensive stadium, extremely expensive, especially the the real estate in San Francisco is insane. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, yeah, they haven't been able to fill that stadium at all because of the uh-huh. pandemic. Basically, because of the pandemic, and uh, when they come back. When the fans are able to come back, is this team going to sell out because they're terrible? No, people yeah. people are not going to go to these games, and so I don't know what the road to the Warriors are. They actually traded their first round pick to Minnesota. It's top three protected for next for next season. Next this next draft is a lot better than this this year's draft. But if they stink bad enough, they could get a top three pick 
they need a top three pick. If they don't get a top they three should. pick, it goes to it goes to uh, to Minnesota. So they're it's going to be quick. You're going to see a downfall really quick when they when they start the season. You know, six and fifteen or something because it's going to be an ugly. They're not a good team, and Steph is going to win some games because he's going to go off for fifty every so often. That's going to happen because he's an elite level talent. But um, this team stinks. And uh, I'm saying this after watching one game, it might be an overreaction, but I, I actually, all my notes, I wrote these yesterday. I wrote under in all caps on the 38 and a half. And I wrote plus 128 to miss playoffs. So I actually, this is, this is things I wrote. Like I'm not, I'm not bullshitting about just overreacting. I think this seems not good. Uh, Wiseman, the goal for the season has to be to develop Wiseman. Uh, you hope you get a draft early draft pick next year, maybe the year after that. So you have three top draft picks and you'll get a, you'll get a, superstar free agent because it's San Francisco, which is one of the best cities in the, in the country, especially for out of bass for basketball and also for out of basketball purposes. So they're, they're going to get somebody eventually. Uh, I just think they're going to be bad for this year. And, and it's insane how quickly things fall in sports. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, no, talking about the stadium too. I just, I hate they took them out of Oakland because it was kind of cool to have the Oracle Arena literally right next to the Coliseum when you pulled into the parking lot. It's also way easier to visit Oakland than San Francisco. But yeah. uh, after watching this game, I was a little higher on the Warriors before this game. But after watching this game, I think this, this game exposed how bad their defense is. I know they're playing the Nets, but this, I think this game kind of shows how bad. Unless one stream on Green comes back, it might help out a little bit, but uh, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. I still think Andrew Wiggins is very good. I, I think he had a bad game, but he's still a great player. So I think him and Seth Curry would be the one and the two. But I've always thought Kelly Oubre is awful. He's an awful player. So I'm going to go you said under. Before we did this podcast a couple of days ago, you said you were taking Steph for MVP. I'm sure that's changed, but it's like, I can't <laughs> believe you were saying that. I'm like, this team's not going to I be- still think that. I still think that. Oh gosh! Wait, you think under, and you think they can make? If he, they aren't making the playoffs, if they get under that. No, I know. I'm saying he had a shot. I don't like the odds, though. I'm saying like if the odds were good, that's what I was saying. If I would see it. Oh, uh, you're saying it as a degenerate, huh? Yeah, exactly. Example. But um, this seems terrible. Just kidding. No, they're gonna be all right. I don't think they make the playoffs though, if they keep playing how they're playing. Yeah. The best are a seven or eight seed. I hope they're the eight seed and uh, they play the Lakers round one and get blown out also, zero. Also, well, the last thing. thing too is like people people underestimate how good Clay Thompson is on defense too. That's a that's a big thing. Yeah. Too. And he'll never be back to that, by the way. Huh? Like his career, he'll never be back to that level. No. So it's sad. No. it's sad. And he's like he, sad. he was he was like their best defender. Everyone always says Draymond oh, yeah. Green, but no, it was Clay Thompson. <laughs> well, the Definitely. truth about the Warriors. Before you talk, Benny, real quick, is the truth about the Warriors. If they never added KD, they would have had one title. That would have been it. They would have probably lost to Houston either of those years. They would have definitely lost to the Cavs running it back because I can tell you this, Harrison Barnes is not KD. And oh, well, the, the the Cavs the next season were better than they were the prior year. If the Warriors ran it back, they wouldn't have been better. So adding KD was actually essential. And everybody hated KD for it for good reasons, right? Like that's kind of, that is kind of a specified to do that. But regardless, if they didn't do that, they'd have one title. Now they have three. And they did a great run, but uh, this, you know, I always remember Bob Myers, their GM saying we're light years ahead of every other team. The light years have ended. You know, who's light years ahead of every other team. Now it's the Lakers. 
But that's going to end in two or three years if when LeBron eventually gets old, right? Yeah. And that's going to happen. That's maybe, all, yeah, that's the only thing with know, the NBA. Maybe, maybe LeBron is Brady, and he plays so he's 43, and he's still a very good player. No, yep. not in the NBA. That's not going to happen. Uh, if it happens, I would I would, I actually wouldn't be surprised. LeBron puts like $10 million a year into his body. Putting steroids, I bet. Yeah, he was following. Yeah, that's why Russell's following his the, the LBJ method now. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's insane. Um, Benny, sorry for not letting you. Speak. Yeah. He also sleeps no, like fourteen good. hours a day, like I read. Like yeah, he LeBron. sleeps like fourteen LeBron hours. LeBron is actually like a. Honestly, LeBron and Tom Brady are psychopaths. Like they legitimately. Yeah, that's why they're good. That's why psychopaths. they're so good. They care about. They love their family. That's why they're a master of their craft. Do they care about their family as much as their sport. They'd Probably say not. yes, but do they really? No, because they're dedicating twenty hours a day to their sport, and. uh that's a super commitment that, I mean, there is a shelf life for their career, right? They're going to retire. Brady's going to retire at 45, 46, probably. And then you have the next 40 years. If you're, you know, lucky to live to 86 or older, you have that with your family. Most people retire when they're 60, right? So you get the earlier shelf life, but for those, for those 20, 25 years, when you're somebody like Brady and LeBron, you're dedicating your life to that and saying family comes second, which is hard to do. I think I, I truly believe that, but you see LeBron, he's spending, I think it's $10 million a year on his body. So uh, I think it's, I think it was 10 is what he said, which is insane. That's a lot of money. Um, Vinny, oh. what do you think about these warriors? Huh? Um, I'm going to say under, I don't agree with Steven. I don't think, I don't like Andrew Wiggins. Um, and uh, I think that they're, their best, yeah, route is to I don't know who they can trade right now but if you can get rid of Wiggins if you can get I mean Ubre you probably can't you probably since he was been recently traded no, twice, they trade yeah they can't get rid of him but if they can get rid of Wiggins I would get rid of Wiggins and 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 honestly tell Draymond and uh Curry the long-term goal you know and then hopefully they the Timberwolves are bad, but but not top three pick bad, and and you have a good pick, and maybe you get no. Two the picks Warriors, the, the Warriors can't be top. The Warriors have to be top three. If they have the fourth pick, it goes to the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves don't matter. So they oh, traded D'Angelo Russell so and I a first rounder. What for Wiggins? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, they they gave up D'Angelo Russell and a first rounder for Wiggins. Yeah. Are you sure it's not the other way around that the Warriors? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure about it. That sounds like a terrible trade to me. Yeah, that's why I said it at the time. It's a terrible trade. That's a horrible trade. If if the Warriors are the one that gave away the pick, like you're saying, that's a terrible trade. Yeah, it's a terrible trade. The only way that trade makes sense to me is is. Well, it's because you value wing players more than you value guards in the NBA by a lot. Dude, that's that's crazy to me. Well, um. I guess scrap, scrap. I mean, still, if you can trade Wiggins and get a pick, then do it. Because I mean, that. I mean, you just hopefully Wiseman turns out to be a good player, and you you get another young guy in the mix, and then when Clay comes back, and they're they're all you know thirty one, thirty two years old, all those guys, then you get a couple good seasons to run it back. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, 
Yeah, we're all under on there. The Suns, 37 and a half, 44 over under in a regular season, minus 132 for the playoffs. Uh, a lot of this is accredited to Chris Paul being there with Devin Booker, and you think Devin Booker's going to make the leap. They went 8-0 and in the bubble. DeAndre Ayton's a good player. Um, I'm going to go over here, slight over. I think it might push. I think it's going to be 44, 45, 43 to 45 is what I think they're at. Uh, there's a case to be made that it's under because realistically, Chris Paul usually doesn't play full seasons, but he has gone to the plant-based diet. He played all season last year. He didn't get hurt. He cares about longevity too. And so maybe, maybe he won't get hurt, which is the hope. Uh, I like the Suns roster. I think Devin Booker is probably going to break through this year as a, as a all NBA type player. And so I'm going the over slide over. We have eight yeah. teams left, boys. It's two AM, so let's got to we got to power through a little bit. Let's hurry up. Yeah, uh, certainly you had it opposite too on the Timberwolves trades. Wait, is it do, do the? It says right. the the Warriors traded star guard to the Timberwolves in exchange for Andrew Wiggins, a twenty twenty one protected first round pick and a twenty twenty one second round pick. Yeah, that made that made no sense to me. Wait, yeah. did I get that wrong? Yeah, it's worded really weird. If you read the tweet, unless I'm reading it wrong too, it's it's worded really weird. So yeah, trade trade Wiggins. But it's a it's a it's a it's a protected to number three. It's a it's a Timberwolves protected pick, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. So the T T Wolves are top top three. Yeah. Okay. My bad. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Three, I, I was thinking. Yeah. I was I was remembering they got a second pick too, so I had to look it up real quick. But I'm gonna go. Wow. Timberwolves are idiots for that. But I mean, oh, it's more the Warriors for signing Andrew Wiggins to so, max contract. I mean, they'll Ready just do it. A nice contract, Wiggins. Yeah. No, so uh, what was the team again? We're the Suns. Wiggins oh. is the wince of the NBA. There you go. I like it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over on this team. I think this is the year the Suns actually pulled together. And I think Chris Paul was the key they were missing. I think they're going to – Chris Paul is still insanely good at his age. And I think they go over the hump and they're actually – might be actually a serious playoff team. Chris Paul had one of his best seasons of his career last year with a team that nobody thought would be good. And they, they were really good. Uh, Benny sons. Um, I'm going to go under, I think it's all hype. I can see that. So let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Yeah. It is all hype. You're right. Rockets 35 and a half. Daddy was at about 500. Uh, minus 138 for no playoffs, plus 112 to make playoffs. I'm going under. I'm not betting this, but I, I would go under because you're probably trading Harden. And if you trade Harden, you're going to be terrible. Now, quickly, quickly here, one of the teams that could be a destination for Harden that we have not discussed uh, because we talked about the East the whole time is the Warriors. They, if they want to be competitive this year, can package that Timberwolves pick can package uh, probably Wiggins, probably Wiggins and Wiggins would be in that trade and probably a couple yeah. more first rounders and get Harden in there. And you have Harden, Curry, Draymond, Wiseman, and whatever else you want to throw in there. Now you're talking. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do that, but if they you're want talking. to be, com- if they want to be competitive with Steph in his prime, when his last few years are prime, you do that trade. I'm sure it's going to be d- discussed, especially after how they look tonight. Like it has to be because Harden hates playing in Houston now for some reason. I, I don't know what happened so quickly, but he's a disgruntled superstar. And uh, he, I mean, he got in a fight with a rookie. He shows up late to stuff. He's getting preferential treatment to go to strip clubs. 
And uh, people are, some people are like, oh yeah, that's what happens. You're a superstar. But I mean, you can't big time franchises. And this is also, we, we have to understand this, that these are millionaires, big timing a billionaire. And eventually like these owners, they have so much more money than these players and they have to just say, fuck you. Like, I mean, seriously, they have, they like, I hate Toman Furtada or whatever. He's a terrible owner. He's too poor to own the team, but he's a billionaire. And um, this next CBA for NBA players is going to be so bad for the players because there's going to be a lockout, I bet, because I, these owners are getting sick of these players signing max extensions and then two years in saying, I'm done, trade me. But you can only trade me to these teams that I want to go to because I'm not <laughs> going to play for these other teams. So I've just killed my trade value. Because yeah, I am yeah. now forcing myself to teams that I've publicly said through my agent I would be willing to resign with. So if I'm not really willing to resign with this other team, I'm not going to be traded to this other team. So now my value is killed, even though I'm a top, top player. The CBA is going to destroy that. It's going to make players have less power in, in these discussions. You sign a contract, you're not going to be moved. Things like that. You, you sign the contract, that's what you have to honor. I'm all for player empowerment across all sports and all and, and, and company empowerment and stuff for, for or, you know, worker empowerment. But these players, James Harden's getting $40 million a year, and now he's just pissed off because, you know, he didn't win a title, which is fine. But don't sign that big contract. Sign year-to-year contracts then. Don't make the commitment to the team and then hop off ship because, you know, things aren't going your way. He's going to get traded, right? That's why this line's so low. If he stays with the Rockets and plays, they're going to make the playoffs and be a top five seed probably, right? He's too yeah. talented. He's a t- he's amazing. Um, so I'm not betting this because there's a chance he stays. But uh, if he leaves, this team's going to stink because whatever package you get, you shouldn't even want players. If you're trading him, you want to tank. You should want, you know, the three or four first rounders or five first rounders, like what uh, New Orleans got for AD or what uh, uh, Oklahoma City got for all of their stars or all of their <laughs> for players. everyone. Which Oklahoma City, <laughs> whole team. Yeah, Oklahoma City's gonna stink for a few years, but they have they're gonna be amazing. It just they sucks have, that they're in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, that's, they have a, good. that's the worst spot in, in to play in professional sports. So that's why it's gonna be terrible for them. Probably long term, because it's gonna be hard to keep players legitimately but yeah um it's so a Rockets, it's a good basketball city though that's true yeah they do they do love their team that's yeah. why they got it that's why they got a a team because they yeah. love it no definitely uh rockets i'm gonna go under but i'm not betting it i just can't believe james this is how james harden and and then end because uh it didn't it didn't seem this way and uh i mean the rockets all credit to Maury and to D'Antoni and to Harden. They actually were the one team for, for during that Warriors dynasty run that actually tried to uh, try to compete and didn't just sit on the sidelines and say, this is, this is inevitable. Let's actually try to win this. So um, it just sucks. This ends this way. And uh, I mean, all the, these stories that are coming out about Harden are, are terrible, right? Like you can't look at this as, as a, as a, you know, as a plus, as, as a plus, like he literally said, where he got to control the travel schedule of the team so he can go to strip clubs. Right. Like, yeah. Did you not read yeah, the yeah. story or whatever? No. So they wouldn't fly out of a city that he wanted to party in so he can go party and they'd fly the next day instead of the night of, of a game. So he can go. And it was all up to his discretion. They gave him all this power. And uh, it's last like that year? for a lot of, it's like, no, it's been that way for the last few years. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. And I mean, it's that way for all these stars, except James Harden likes to party more than other stars like he's he's very upfront about or not upfront, but he's very like he goes to strip clubs he goes to the clubs he likes he likes partying 
Yeah. I can't hate them for that. I like partying, but I mean, when you're 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 being detrimental business. to your you business to take care of, yeah, yeah. And so it didn't affect his play, right? But it's like um, at some point it gets it pisses people off, and so I'm gonna go under here. I think they have to move him. He there's a report now. He I said this earlier, like right right before he got in a fight with a rookie at camp. The rookie's not being an asshole. I promise you that. That was yeah, a James yeah, Harden instigating fight. Harden. Yeah, it's not a, like a first-round rookie or anything. It was like, I don't even know who the guy was, but I can promise you this, if I had a guess, an undrafted rookie or a second-rounder is not going into James Harden's face and trying to start a fight uh, yeah. with the star, with the top five player in the league. So it's definitely instigated by him, and so he wants out. He's in a play, I think. I don't think he's in a boycott the league or, or boycott the team, but it's like they have to move him. And there's value because he has two years on his deal. It's not, he's a free agent this summer. He's a free agent next summer. So um, he hasn't killed his value totally, but I, I'm sure that if Philly wants to trade for him, the reason they haven't pulled the trigger is because uh, if they give Simmons up, they don't want to have him for a year or two years. They want to sign him to like the four or five year contract. And uh, that's why they don't want to give up picks because the fact that he's on a two-year deal, they don't want to say, hey, we're going to give you four first-rounders because Harden's going to bounce in two years and then those last two first-rounders are going to be, you know, lottery or top five picks. So yeah. I get I, – it's it's chess. So, okay, that's my – that's my that's the Rockets. Steven, and from, from this point forward, we'll go quick except for your, for your uh, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say over until I, I was going to ask you how long he has on this contract, but – I'm going to go under because this is the year they're going to have to move him. Next year, he has no value. Yeah, it goes so, down. Yeah. And and the last thing, I, I've never been to a strip club, but I can't imagine they're that much fun. Where you want to go to them constantly. you have hundred thousands of dollars to just toss around. Yeah, if you, got lots of, if you got lots of money, they're probably pretty fun. They're the center of the They probably are, but I, I, would as, I would assume after like doing that five times, it, it can't be that fun is what I'm saying, if like I constantly a, doing it. If I was a multimillionaire, I would rather drink at Ferrelli's than go to a strip club. I, I would rather I'd rather just play video games after a game, like De'Aaron Fox does, a, a good player in the NBA. Gordon Hayward. Not yeah, Gordon player. Hayward. Any gamers? Those are only good guys. What about uh, <laughs> John Smith Schuster? Well, is he a, is he a Twitch streamer? He loves Fortnite. Uh, I like him. Juju? Nope. <laughs> John, what's his name? I don't remember his name. Benny, uh, Benny, what's I'm, I'm not too lie. drunk I, for his I'd, name now. I, I would game a little bit, but I'd probably hit, be hitting the club, but I wouldn't be uh changing travel plans. We know COVID, Benny. Didn't you, didn't you screw with the Rainiers a couple times there? <laughs> you <laughs> no, gotta go no, to the Gilman no. Strip Club so they could have fly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, Benny no. had to go to uh, the Red Wing. <laughs> you were totally screwing with the Rainiers. <laughs> Yeah. Like, hey, Minor league players, hey, we're but... not leaving. We're not leaving town. We're not leaving. <laughs> like, I got, I got dates. I got dates set up. Yeah. They're like, who are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you play for us? You're not the bat boy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I'm going to say under because I think, yes, Harden is, is gone eventually. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love how quick and to the point you are, Benny. It makes me very happy. Yeah. Pelicans 33 and a half. That's a high 30s win, 39, uh, 38, 39, 40 in that in that range in an 82 game season. I'm going the under. I think this team actually is is uh rated properly. I think it's gonna be close to this number, but um the hope here, if you think they're gonna make the playoffs, is Zion makes the leap. And he might, but he has to come in 
looking in shape and not being overweight. And it seems like he loves the gumbo in new Orleans, which I can't blame him. I'm sure I would too, but uh, I don't know. I think this team defensively is awful. You watch what they did in the bubble. It was, they had the easiest path to the playoffs and they, they, you know, they stunk. And uh, I like Stan Van Gundy actually a lot as a hire. Some people aren't as big as fan of him. Maybe I'm a fan of him because I met him and uh, it was hilarious because Rowan and I were in Denver and um, it was like family and friends that got like back or after game passes. And we didn't know that. So Stan Van Gundy walks out first and we're all Stan Van, Stan Van, Stan the man <laughs> doing that. And he goes up and visits his family and we're like, Stan. <laughs> so, oh, so anyway, and he was a nice guy. He was really, really friendly. But um, I like Stan Van. What can I say? He's SVG. I like, I like Stan too. <laughs> He's awesome. I love the mustache. And uh, I, I, I think this team could be good. I'm just going to go the under because I do think they have a lot of defensive problems. And they're not built to be great right now. They're built for the for the future. Although the hiring of Stan Van means they want to make the playoffs now. So I wouldn't be surprised. This is a team I'd stay away from too. I'm going to pee again. Ben or Steve, Benny, you take, you take the Pelicans. Go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go under too. I really don't like this team. They're, they're one of those. I think they're going to be the sons of last year where they, they get a lot of hype going into it. Actually, they got a lot of hype last year. I just don't like this team. I like Zion a lot. I just don't think they've really figured out. They need to build around him. And I don't think they've done that. I don't think they've built the correct team around him just quite yet. So I think Zion's still going to take a leap forward. Um, I'm surprised at how well his offensive prowess is actually working in the NBA, but I don't think he needs to become a shooter or anything, but I don't like mm-hmm. the team that much. All right. Um, I'm actually going to take the over. And um, I think there's a couple good additions with uh, – I mean, obviously they lost Drew Holiday, but uh, adding Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, I think that they don't um, fall off too much there, and they they obviously have young players who I think that losing losing Drew Holiday kind of opens uh, the door for uh, bigger roles for um, their younger players, and um, yeah, I think that they actually have some decent depth. Uh, to win some regular season games. And I mean, seven or eight seed sneaking in the playoffs. I could, I could see it. I actually think oh. this team is worse, worse than the, the show, the Chicago year. Bulls. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's I, I, I said over, I said over Sterling. I heard that. And I was listening to, to the stream of my piss. Um, that's amazing. Okay. Grizzlies 31 and a half over under uh that's equal to about 37 wins i think uh plus 184 playoffs over my case two words john morant couple more words mm-hmm. <laughs> takes the leap becomes a top 20 top 15 player uh i really think he he reminds me of derrick rose to a fault because I think he lands very, very wildly and he needs to figure out the landing better because he will tear something in his knee. But he is such a talent that, um, like I said, the Knicks not getting the first one of the first two picks is going to haunt them for a long time, just like the Jets not getting Trevor Lawrence is going to haunt them for a long time. Uh, John Moran looks like he might be better than Zion because he... Oh, easily. Yeah. And, and Zion's a freak. And if you had to say, hey, what three players would you would you pick for the next 10, 15 years? It would be Luka, Giannis, Zion. But 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's Jaw ja Morant. Yeah. And, ja. uh, and so I'm going Dude, over the Grizzlies. Jaw is built different. He's I, I like him a lot. I like him a he lot. He flies, dude. I'm gonna go. Dude. I'm gonna go under. I think this seems worse than the Pelicans. Um, they, Jaron Jackson's still injured. Justin Winslow's still injured. They have a lot of injuries, so they're gonna lose a lot of games at the beginning. I don't think they're a playoff team, so I don't. I don't see how they make the playoffs unless all these players come back really quickly. But this is this is this is a league pass league pass team right here. That's a diss. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I, it I, is. I, I, it was meant to be. No, this is my my only reason is I think John Moran actually is an All NBA caliber guard. Probably third team. If he's third team, if he's third team, I think they win more than those games. Though, that's that's my point. Everything yeah. else, I mean, like everything else will fall into place. This seems worse than the Bulls too. That's wild. That is legitimately wild that you think that the Pelicans and Grizzlies are worse than the Bulls. I can't. Wait. We're gonna come back to this. I, I I feel like the Bulls are gonna win more games than the Pelicans. They're not. They're not worse than the Kings though. Nope. The Kings are. We're gonna talk about the Kings in a couple couple. Of <laughs> the Kings are better than Wolf. Those teams. What, what do you think about the? Oh. I wrote. I wrote down. Yeah, I'll tell you what I wrote down for the Kings. Uh, what do you think, Benny, about the Grizzlies? We have four teams after this. Well, okay. Um, I didn't know about the injury concerns. Neither um, did I. <laughs> but so that, that 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 that's a good point, Stephen. I will probably change my number to under. What are the injuries? What are they? Are they serious? Are they he said Jaron Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson has a meniscus tear. Oh, that's well, was it, from, it was from last year, right? Yeah, but it's still a meniscus tear. He's not going to start the season. That was at the bubble, right? Yeah, and then okay. Justin Winslow has a hip injury, I believe. He's fine. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I, I like the Grizzlies, and it's because I they got good young pieces uh, going forward. And John Morant, like, yeah, I think he, I think he's gonna be better than Zion if he stays healthy. It just, I, I mean, one bad landing. Seriously. It's the same with Zion. Zion's a big guy who gets up and lands heavy. So I think Zion's uh, made out of a. Uh vibranium from uh iron man so <laughs> hurt so much he's been hurt so much jaw is jaw is i mean you said i like jaw much better than zion i w- when he was in college i heard the like russell westbrook comparison a lot um and i, see I could see that i could see that but i think he's gonna be a much better shooter because i've actually seen him make some shots you know so yeah. the story the nba is in a good place uh yeah yeah um Spurs don't have an over. I wish she wasn't in Memphis, though. Yeah, same. I wish they weren't stuck in Memphis in uh, New Orleans. You know, the Spurs. I don't have an over under for them, so forgot to write it down. Under, I wrote under next to them. I forgot to write their number down, but <laughs> I wrote down under. Um, here's why. Uh, honestly, Popovich should probably retire. He's in his seventies. It's he. I mean, the case for them is they've actually acquired some decent wing talent, and if the if those guys pan out, it's actually not not a bad thing they can make the playoffs but it seems like this is more of a three four year rebuild lamarcus aldridge probably will get moved rudy gay will probably get moved um it's it just seems like this isn't you know they they did their last burst in 2016 before Kawhi uh got hurt and forced his way out so uh i'm going the under with the spurs pop will probably retire after this year sadly well i mean i think he was planning to retire and take over team usa right and the olympics got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. So it seems it seems I totally like I forgot that was supposed to happen in Tokyo this year. 
yeah, it's I mean next year stuff. I don't know what Pop's plan is, but I think it's it's this is it. I, uh, this is you know everything comes to an end, right? And in, in all sports, it's like the 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 Spurs are a good relation to the Pats, where it's like your team is you're you're literally a top tier team for twenty years, and then things fall down quickly, and that's what happened. So, under for the Spurs. Yeah, I'd go under too. I think they have a lot of good younger talents um, with Murray and Lonnie Walker and Johnson. So they have a lot of good young people, but I, I don't see this team doing very well. I think this team's actually going to be way under and be worse than Pelicans and Memphis. Damn. Wow. Uh, Benny? Yeah, well, I'm actually going to take – I don't know. what We don't have a number for them. But I'm gonna take over because I think we're gonna be a little it's better. Under, than it's under it's under thirty. It's under thirty is what it is. It's basically thirty is the is the one. It might be okay, five. I'll, it I'll, might be thirty. Who knows? I'll go over. I'll go over though because I don't think that uh, tanking is in their DNA. Um, I think that, like Steven said, they do have some good players, that, young players that are developing. And I mean, yeah, Demar Derozan, Lamarcus Aldridge, or Lamarcus Aldridge, and Rudy Gay are like about as old as dirt now. But uh, I DeMar feel... Rosen isn't a top tier player, obviously, but um, I, I think I'll just trust him pop to win some, win some games. You know, maybe maybe. I think they're going to trade those. Seed. I think they're going to trade some of those people, like DeRozan. Yeah, I but if, if they DeRozan do trade, if they Marcus, it depends on the direction. Do, do they commit on compete? Do they commit to competing this year, or do they commit to rebuilding? You know, so if they commit to competing, they will be over. I just don't yes, think exactly because they were over exactly. last year. They, they, you know, they went to the bubble and almost made the play. They didn't almost make the playoffs, but they were in the bubble. Um, okay. Steven, your time to shine. Boop, 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 we have three teams left and then oh we have gosh, our, the worst team in the NBA. Players. Yeah. We got, we got three bad teams here. Sacramento is 27 and a half. That would equal out to 34 wins over baby. I'm going to take the under, I'm going to take the under before Steven goes and I'm done. I'm going to go quick. Under, I wrote Sacramento 27 and a half equals 34 and 48. Under in all caps. Uh, terrible team. Dysfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> Bogdanovich. And honestly, I think De'Aaron Fox wants out. Like, of course uh, he does. He he get, he's, a good guard. he's a good guard and you have people talking shit about him because the team sucks. Him and Buddy, he- Buddy Hill wants out. It's This is a team that is going to be haunted forever for not taking Luka. Because you take Luca, everything else is settled. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over. I actually think one of the best, uh, one of the top like hires this year is Alvin Gentry from the Pelicans, old head coach. As an assistant coach, he's going to help out a lot in the Kings. Pretty I like their. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I he's good though. He'd be a good assistant. I I just like this team a lot when they play. I think a lot of our young kids are gonna they're gonna get really good this year, and there's gonna be a big leap. This team's gonna finish. Above the Pelicans, they're going to finish above Memphis. They're going to finish above Spurs. They're going to be AC this year and end the playoff drought. Oh, wow. What? Yep. So they're going to make the playoffs this year? They're going to make the playoffs this year. That is a lock. Okay. Lockity lock. legitimately fascinating. Kyle, Kyle Guy for MVP? Kyle Guy might get five minutes a game and uh, score 13 points every time. Jesus Christ. Uh, what about Jam- Jamie S. Ramsey? Are you just looking up players? Yeah, he is. Yeah. I was like, there's no way you know about you. What about what what about Daquan Jeffries? <laughs> okay, now no, you're pulling out players. the most 
he's he's a he's like a guard forward kind of guy. Anyway, Jabari Parker is going to get revived Nemanja from the grave. Bielica, 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 Nemanja Bielica. God, he's actually great. If you've actually never watched Kings games, he's amazing. He's another Eastern European sniper. Man, I feel like you could put me in the NBA if I'm on the Kings. No, you you're, my not name better than no. you're not they're better. They're actually than... they're actually not going to be terrible. I agree with that, Stephen. You just hit the under. Not... Yeah, that was to piss Stephen off. You can't. I'm I'm a delusional Kings it. fan. They might be the worst team, sadly. I don't think they will be, but they, they have a chance. They're going to be a top 20 team this year, guarantee. <laughs> top 20. Uh, Timberwolves, 29 and a half over under. Uh, that's above the Kings, actually. So I, so I screwed this up. They're above the Kings. So the Kings are actually second worst in this. So it's Timberwolves, 29 and a half. I'm going to say under over. because yeah. here's here's my reasoning. I've seen Carl Anthony Towns, who, by the way, has suffered an extreme – like, that's insane. What's yeah, like now. seven oh. family members. Yeah, that's very, very sad. and uh, Sad. It's awful. Uh, and I love – I actually think Carl Anthony Towns is one of the few elite big men that could play anywhere and be very good. And it sucks that he's – Fit. Yeah, he's wasting his career in, in Minnesota. I don't like D'Angelo Russell. I think Anthony Edwards, the first pick, is – I understand why they drafted him. I don't think he's a good player. I think this draft stunk, and you probably should have drafted Wiseman and used that, or you should have traded the pick is what you should have done if you're Timberwolves because this draft was one player deep. It's Wiseman, and if Wiseman's great, he's great, but Wiseman and Towns can't play together because of uh, you can't use the Twin Towers like in, in basketball anymore. It's, it just won't work unless you're both can shoot great and both play good perimeter defense, which they both can't. So I don't like this team at all. And uh, 29 and a half, right? You're looking at 36, 37, 38 wins. I can see it happening, but I'm going to go under just because I think the West is going to be so hard. And you have a really bad defensive team. And I just hope Carl Anthony Downson's out of there as soon as he can, because uh, Minnesota is probably the worst franchise in basketball. I would, I, I was just going to say, they're the worst run franchise. Yeah, it's next I, to the honestly, Suns. Next to the Suns, they're the one of the worst runs. There's four the teams I think up for it, right? One of them's the Knicks, but the Knicks are never going to get it because there's there it's New York. There's the Timberwolves. There's the Suns, and I think there's Sacramento. Not no offense to you, Steve. I just think no, I'd agree with that. Boneheaded things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Timber, the Timber, I mean the the owner of the Timberwolves stinks. He the the whole banning of KG and stuff like that that whole thing that went down after it's that insane. doesn't. How do you yeah? How do you ban? the best player in your franchise history. And it's not even close. He's by far, it's like, he's the it's only player that's ever been okay. It's, hit, it's him and then Kevin Love. Yeah, Kevin and Love, then yeah. And Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Um, so under, Steve? I'm going to go under too. I just, I don't understand how a team with as many good players as they have and they've had over the years just stink. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. They're such a bad team. I, I don't, I don't, uh, despise Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell constantly plotting to get out of there. That's all I would think about every day. <laughs> I think Carl Anthony Towns, hot take right here, is going to be the first guy that goes to the Knicks, the first star. And I think I th- he's going to start the floodgates. I think he's going to start. I agree with that. I'm going to think he's going to start the chain reaction to the Knicks actually getting big players. Yeah. And I think they, Booker follows. I think, dude, imagine if they had Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, and Julius Randle. That would actually be a good team. Yeah. <laughs> 
That'd be a great team. Exactly. I think that's going to happen. Benny, what's your opinion on the Timberwolves? Um, uh, they're under. And I was going to say this. You guys are talking about good players that have been there. And he was only there really shortly, but Jimmy Butler. I was like, did Jimmy Butler, Butler play for the Timberwolves? Obviously, he has no significance to their franchise history because it was so short. But Yeah, same uh, thing with like that, the that's a, But that's another like example of having having a good player and nothing coming out of it, you know. But, uh, yeah, give me the under. And that's all I got. Stinky. Stinky doo-doo. Love it. Okay, last team, and then we're going to do our awards picks. Um, I'll try to be pretty quick. So, it's OKC. Their over-under is 20 and a half. So, they are what? officially the worst team by by terms of their record prediction. Here is their roster and salaries. I actually want to read this because it's insane. Al Horford, $27 million a year. They traded that for picks. Bad. Trevor Ariza. 13 million a year, traded that for picks. George Hill, 9.5 million. Darius Miller, 7 million. Justin Jackson, 5 million. Uh, SGA, who's really good, uh, 4 million. Uh, Best young player. Alexke Pukovsky, he's 18. (laughs) No, 3 million. Darius Blake. He's He's actually pretty good. Well, I don't know who he is. Uh, 2.3 million. Ty Jerome, 2 million. Mike Muscala, 2.2 million. Theo Medellin, uh, 2 million. Isaiah Roby, 1.5 million. Lou Dort, who was actually really good in the, play, or in the bubble yeah. uh, as a defensive player. He, he's terrible at shooting. 1.5 million. And then the rest of them are random. Um, Ham- but- Hamadou Diallo. Yeah. Uh, 1.4 million. So, here's our picks, though. Oh, let's hear it. They have in 2021 oh. their own first rounder, the Heat first rounder, unprotected, the Warriors first rounder, top 20 protected. If not, turns into Minnesota Timberwolves 2021 second round pick, Rockets first rounder, pick swap, top four protected, own second rounder, Nuggets first rounder via Warriors. Their 2022 draft, own first rounder. Ode to Hawks at 15 to 30. Clippers first rounder unprotected. Suns first rounder protected 1 to 12 in 2022. 1 to 10 in 2023. 1 to 8 in 2024. And unprotected in 2025. Own second rounder. 2023, the best first rounder between the Thunder and Clippers. Heat first rounder. Lottery protected between 2023 and 2025. Unprotected in 2026. Nuggets first rounder. Again, lottery protected. If not, turns into 2025 and 2026. Second rounders. Uh, 2024 own first rounder, Clippers first run rounder, unprotected Rockets first rounder, top four. Right, we're getting rounder. way ahead in the in the history. I mean, in the future, you know. They basically have they have like two first round picks guaranteed. Well, I'm, not, I'm not done yet year. because we're, we're in 2025 and they get their, their the best first rounder between Thunder, Clippers, and Rockets. The six, Sixers first rounder. And then in 2026, they get the own first rounder, Clippers first rounder, unprotected, Rockets first rounder, top four protected. Oh. And then in 2027, oh. and then in 2027, it's it's uh, it's different. So for the next six That's years, crazy. they're they're the they're the best team set up. Um, they're gonna oh, they're yeah. gonna win five games this year. They're six. tanking this year, 100. percent They might win the least amount of games, winning percentage ever. SGA is great. He's in a one out. Promise because he is too good to be there for the tank, which sucks because it's a long road. They're going to get some more first rounders. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get some more first rounders for him. 
And eventually, no, they're gonna, no, they're gonna, they're gonna pay him, and he'll be. You don't think he'll be happy for a little while? I'll I'll take the max to stay in Oklahoma. Yeah, he'll take his first big uh, contract and stay in Oklahoma. You're probably probably right. Okay, they're gonna win under. We're all in agreement, right? Under twenty and a half. Yes, under. Yeah, I don't. I think they win like seventeen. SGA is gonna might score all their points all year. Okay, so we're not going to take another break. We're going to do this quick. Let's do this in 10 minutes or less. And then we're going to live. MVP, I'll go go first. Luka Doncic, MVP. And I'll give my my honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Betting, those are the three you should bet on. Anybody else, I think you're wild. Luka Doncic will win the MVP this year unless he gets hurt. Uh, Steven? Uh, I'm actually going to go with KD as my, as my oh, pick. Oh, what the fuck? You can pick the same thing he as me, does, Benny. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, save our Sonics. Well, okay. So you guys have KD, I have Luka. Uh, defensive player of the year. I have your background, Benny. Oh, Anthony Davis. the brow. I don't think anybody else is – I think Rudy Gobert is probably the runner-up and Ben Simmons, but uh, AD is – I think the Lakers are going to be so good that they're going to, they can't not give somebody an award. 80. You think so? They're just going to give them one just to. They have to. They didn't give him it last year, did they? They gave it to Giannis, right? He got a defensive player of the year and MVP. It's insane. Did he really? Yeah. It's insane. It's happened like oh once God. before. That's crazy. It should not have happened. Uh, Steve, That's actually insane. Who do you offer? Uh, I, I like, I thought Anthony Davis should have won it anyway. So I, I'm going to pick the same, actually. Benny? Giannis. <laughs> That's a terrible prediction. Suck it. They're not giving him it's a actually, award. It's actually not actually a bad pick. Uh, He's not winning MVP. He's got to win something. <laughs> he might. Uh, most improved player. I have two names here. One was SGA, but if they only win 10 games, he's not going to win it. The one I'm going to pick is Tyler Hero. Ooh. I think he's going to play more. He's going to average more points. They're going to be on the spotlight more. It's his award, or uh, it's probably his award. Uh, Steven? Yeah, so sometimes it's weird with the most improved. Sometimes they just give it to a player whose stats just go up a little bit, but like they improve their game overall. So I'm actually going to pick SGA to win most improved. And my long shot would be um, Christian Wood on the Rockets. That'd Yo, be nice. Steven, that, that, Steven going Steven going before me is really fucking me. I'll take SGA. Okay. Here you can get the last one then, you Benny. You can go last one then, Benny. Coach of the year. And we'll do rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I'm going Wiseman. Uh I think it's a two player race. Benny's gonna <laughs> Benny's gonna pick mine, but go ahead, Benny. Lamello. Uh Lamello. <laughs> I'm gonna go okay, with Steven. Tyrese Halliburton. Let's get it. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it's Benny because you were hyping him up earlier, so I thought you were gonna pick yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The only thing good that looked the only good thing that looked like in the Warriors game today was was James Wiseman. He looked really good. And he hasn't remember he hasn't played basketball for like nine months. Ten I don't years, think he played in the preseason either. I don't know. So, I haven't watched any preseason. <laughs> uh coach of the year. Last one. And then we have finals matchup and our champ. Coach of the year. I have two names for you. 
Taylor Jenkins. Didn't know he was our coach, but Memphis is coach. Because I think they're going to overachieve. Or who my pick actually is. Steve Nash. Who, by the way, story quick. Uh, really nice to me. I talked to him too before when I was at a Sonics game. Really nice guy. Was on the Vancouver News. Second grade. Vancouver, Canada, where he's from, British Columbia. Oh. I know it, or Canada Goose. Uh, Benny, your coach of the year. Yep, I got Steve Nash. Oh. I, got, I already said that earlier. I got Monty Williams. What team is he, coach? The Suns. Why is it Frank Vogel oh. any, any respect? <laughs> because he has the two best players. I don't know. He should get other respect. Yeah, does he even coach? I could probably coach that team. <laughs> He does our defense. He does our defense. Hey, hey, LeBron, LeBron, what strip club are we going to tonight? Yeah. When are we flying out, LeBron? He coaches right. our defense. What are we having for dinner, LeBron? <laughs> uh, LeBron has a lot of choices. Uh, okay, finals matchup. This is what everybody came to see. We're at two. We're gonna be done at this with two forty. Two forty. So whatever time we started to two forty, I have drank officially seven seven Tall Boy Coors Lights. That equals out six equals eight regulars. So seven equals about nine and a half. Yeah, whatever. I'm gonna keep drinking. Long drive ahead of me tomorrow. Gonna be feeling like shit. Um, it's not that long. It's like two and a half hours. Finals matchup and a champion. I had the Los Angeles Lakers repeating against against mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics. Ooh! In five games. Stinky. Stinky doo <laughs> In five games. Uh, okay. Steve or Benny, who wants to take it next? All right, go, Steven, Benny. Steven. Uh, go, okay. Benny. You, say, you okay. say I steal all your stuff, so go. All right, all right. Lakers. Bucks. Giannis finally, finally gets there. But LeBron, another ring for LeBron in six. Ooh. All right, for mine. Uh, Clippers versus Nets. Nets oh! in six. God, I just vomited. <laughs> what is that? You're contrarian for for that. I'm not. That's who I That's think is going to be the finals. That's not a real realistic prediction. That's my realistic prediction. Go to hell. That's a totally realistic prediction. The, the, the Nets would kill them. That's why I said Nets in six. Nets in six? Yeah. Watch this come true. <laughs> Did you bet the Nets? Why would I bet the Nets? The, the to, win the, to win the title? They're like at a plus 650. Yeah, I'll go do it right now. Yeah, you should bet them. I mean, honestly, Steven, you ruined the whole bit. KD uh, will finally prove and keep proving that he's better than LeBron. Let's go. Uh, I'd be shocked if the Lakers don't make the finals and win it. Well, you will I, be because it'll be, ne- <laughs> be Nets versus Clippers. <laughs> Well, we know the refs have have chant, have opinions. So, <laughs> honestly, that's it's what it comes down. As to. a Kings fan, I do know that. <laughs> well, yeah, honestly, that that Derek Fisher point four seconds is a joke. It's a joke. They they even said they that they rigged never it, never so. never will forget that terrible. Also, the the Heat beating the Mavs in two thousand six. Wow, you knew that right, was. Let's, a let's wrap this baby up. Fucking- I'm already laying in bed. I'm just about to clap on the lights off and close this and go to bed. Okay, boys, listen. That's our NBA preview. Uh, we're officially done at two thirty nine a.m. I'm what I say seven eight beers. What, uh, what is this? I honestly feel like I'm like dreaming right now. This is like we haven't even been talking this entire time. <laughs> Where's the deal? I have to now fucking go record the intros, the ad breaks. <laughs>
and we don't have ads we have ads unofficial quarters light ads they're gonna be official soon and i have to upload them oh my god i hate my life you're not going to bed till like five why don't you just bring your laptop and edit it and then upload a video tomorrow you're right you know what i'll bring my laptop literally uh, left this thing weighs like two ounces <laughs> I'm getting rid of it. I got my new laptop coming soon. No, I know, but you don't yet. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Okay. Right. Well, listen, that caps it off. We've been doing this for five hours. I hate my life. Thank you, everybody.